0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Desirous Prime Show, and tonight we are going to be talking about not just WrestleMania 35, but also NXT TakeOver from New York that took place on Friday, was it? Yeah. So, uh, once again, I am Mike, and I'm joined by Wilf as we discuss all things wrestling. Well, within the WWE, anyway. (coughs) Well, I didn't watch D1. No, I've still watched that. So... We'll begin with takeover. We um neglected to give our predictions last week, but that ep- that episode ran two hours fifteen, wasn't it? So Yeah it, it would have ended up running the same length like, fucking mania. Yeah. So instead we'll just give our give the results and give our thoughts on the matches. So we open up with the best fucking match ever. It's hard to disagree. Um you just can't disagree. Well, no, I still <laughs> prefer Taker Michaels from Mania 25. No. But this match was fucking close. Uh, the War Raiders defended the NXT Tag Team Titles against the winners of the Dusty Classic, Alistair Black and Ricochet. Yeah. Uh, the Raiders won. Um, I don't mind that result. I like all four guys. And besides Ricochet and Black are spending more time on the main roster, it wouldn't have been beneficial to put the belts on them. I
1: think <coughs> that was their last NXT.
0: Yeah. Like, you could tell by appearance. the appearance. What Mauro was saying. Um, <coughs> no, the way they were in the ring. Well, yeah. The like, bows and Ricochet crying. Yeah, Ricochet bubbling. Mm. But, yeah. So, yeah um, one of the best wrestling matches I have ever seen. Probably the best tag team match I've ever seen. It was just. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to describe. It was just fucking amazing.
1: Oh, it was. Oh, I'm just lost for words. Yeah, it's
0: that. We've had fucking. What are we on now? Tuesday. Four days to fucking think about this and gather our thoughts, and <laughs> and I'm still speechless. So, at the opening exchange, <laughs> and you've got Rose, the smaller one, isn't it? Yeah. Him and Alistair Black, and they're <laughs> doing the little respect thing, and they're doing the tussling and the chain wrestling, and then Rose goes for the punch, and then he pulls back. Now, the Black goes for the kick, yeah. doesn't do it, and there's that respect, and it's just that little bit before it all goes to hell.
1: Yeah, um, but
0: that respect I mean, was never lost throughout the match.
1: Oh no, oh
0: fuck it. Well, oh, still,
1: lost fucking Hanson though. How
0: fucking for a big good fella, he can fly. Yeah, I that handspring you hell. did. And <coughs> um, there was that double team move they did on Ricochet, and I thought it was it at that. Yeah. I knew the results of takeover going in. Um, I thought that was the end of the match and all of a sudden out of nowhere, Black just comes in with the fucking foot stomp. Yeah. And he also did something that you don't really see that often in tag team matches where Ricochet had the pin. Was this at, no, it was a takeover because he was trying to block Hanson. Yeah. He was gar- basically guarding his partner. You don't see that very often in tag matches.
1: No, he's, I think he's done that once before as mm.
0: well. But it's something <laughs> that, you don't see much of It's something you probably should see more of. Well, yeah. It's it's a simple tactic. You guard your partner while he's going for the pin. I do it in the games all the time. Yeah. So, you know, that was like a nice little touch. Um, overall, the match just fucking blew me away. Yeah. I, I sat there and I was like, how is anyone going to follow that?
2: Mm.
1: Even with Gargano and fucking Adam Cole, it was just like, how are you going to follow it? No one did. Exactly. It was like, Cole and Gargano were close. It was a good match. But it wasn't as close as I thought it would be. I
0: like the women's match better than Cole and Gargano. But we'll get to that. Okay, so, um, yeah, there's...
2: Velveteen Dream.
0: Yeah, Velveteen Dream and Matt Riddle was up next. Velveteen defending his... North American championship against Matt Riddle. He successfully defended it.
1: Took a hell of a fucking kick.
0: Yes, he did. Um credit to Dream for that, fucking and the the clever way he finished it as well. Mm. And you know, credit to mm. both men. Mm. Um those two characters aren't <coughs> really my cup of tea. Um I mean Billbertine Dream does a good job with that character. Yeah. He's not just a novelty or a comedy act. No. He's got the talent to fucking take that character into the stratosphere. And obviously, Matt Riddle's a former MMA fighter. I'm just not... I'm not a bro. So... Bro. You know, I've got two brothers and three sisters, but I'm not a bro. Uh, so that doesn't really... And he do not wear shoes or boots. Yeah. I get it. MMA. But no. I don't like it. And, you yeah, know, Dream fucking capitalised on that. No, oh, yeah. in his toes. It's just one of those things where... It just, I don't like that that much. But what did you think? Um, what were your thoughts? It's,
1: it's an odd one because I like Velveteen Dream. I didn't at first. Mm. I just thought he's a bit of a no. basically. The you only know, reason I didn't like
0: him was because I kept getting put in fucking rivalry <laughs> with him in Universe, mode. Hell yeah, that exactly as well.
1: <laughs> uh, it's like Matt Riddle. I'm still a bit on the fence with him mm. I don't know but I'll give him his dues he works hard yeah and he's, he fucking goes
0: he's adapted mm. to wrestling really well mm. um he he's definitely got the talent and the attitude for it yeah. he's got a decent gimmick. Well, it's not really a gimmick, is it? But well, he's got pink. a decent character. Mm. It's just not my kind of character.
1: And that fucking thing where he gets in the ring he jumps up and flips his fucking flip-flops.
0: Oh, goes, oh, yeah. oh,
1: fuck off. Mm. Someone's looking at his hat goes, I've got your shoe.
0: Yeah, it's, it's not the best <laughs> fucking piece of merch to throw into the crowd, oh, like is it?
1: Some stinking flip-flop. Like... Mm.
0: But yeah, it was a decent match. Mm. I enjoyed it. I, um... It it's exceeded expectations for me. Yeah, it, it. I didn't have much hope going into it. I knew it might be a good match. I just didn't know if I'd enjoy it. Yeah. So, but credit to both men, they made me enjoy it, and they had a fucking
2: tough act to follow.
0: Oh yeah. Everyone on this card, everyone this weekend had a tough act to follow. Yeah. Um. Next up, UK Championship, which I kind of found a bit. It made me question it for a second because Walter isn't from the UK, but then again, we've had non-US US championships. and I'm guessing it's the same premise as that well. we
1: non-European European championships. Yeah, as well. so but, yeah. We, see, I don't know Walter. That's the first match I've ever seen him. <laughs> mm. And Pete Dunne is is an annoying bloke.
0: Yeah, well, I should probably say um, Pete Dunne defeated. No, Walter defeated Pete yeah. Dunne to become the new NXT UK champion. <clears throat> Um, I liked it. It was, it was a good match. It was a good match.
1: I mean, fucking, Pete Dunne took a kick in the Yeah.
0: Off, and um, then
1: fucking chops off Walter. He's like, oh
0: yeah, sausage, that's going to hurt. I feel like he maybe went <laughs> to the whole pull my finger well a bit too much because he does that much. a lot.
1: It was every other fucking move.
0: Yeah, and you know, Pete Dunn he's a fucking talented wrestler. Well, if
1: they wouldn't wanted- have Kept the title on him for six
0: hundred odd days. Six hundred and eighty-five days. Yeah, if he wasn't good. Yeah. But it's just
1: twenty-year-old
0: more. I know when you've got when you're in there and you're severely mismatched in terms of size, and you're up against someone the size of Walter, then yeah, you, know, you need to play to your strengths. Mm. But the whole going for the fingers thing—it just—it was too repetitive yeah. for my liking. Get why he did it, Mm-mm. but on the flip side, I will say there were moments in there where despite having the size disadvantage, he did play up to the Bruiserweight moniker, oh, he landed some fucking shots of his own on Walter, yeah. and he wasn't just squashed and fucking, <coughs> he was thrown around, but he got his lips in, mm. and that fucking power bomb off the second rope at the end.
1: That's crazy. Fucking launched him. I was like, ow. Yeah. You knew that had to work. Mm.
0: Seriously. I've took a power bomb before and got concussed. It was nothing like my mom was more like a hey, train Baldo bomb. Yeah, but yeah, I still got a concussion from that. My fault. I didn't tuck my head properly. But to get fucking lobbed across the ring like that,
1: I know. I thought he was going to hit the other fucking side. Mm. I was like, oh yeah, Ooh, yeah.
0: There you go. It was brutal. He could have ended it on that way when I top and did the splash. Yeah, No. Uh,
1: like I so say, first match I've ever seen Walter. And um, I'm impressed. And
0: they're not playing him as the foreign heel either. Which is. Well, no, not everyone's touch. shouting his name anyway. Mm. So. Walter's like ridiculously popular in Europe. Yeah. And. And I've never heard of him. No. <laughs> I mean, I'd heard of him, but not much. But fucking, yeah, they, they didn't. Do the foreign heel thing with him, which I felt was a refreshing change. Yeah. He went in as the solid fan favourite. Yeah, he's not the um, NXT Jinder Mahal. Or NXT Rusev. Yeah. Or anything like that. <coughs> okay, so next up was the um, Women's Championship. Wrong result. Definitely. I don't think Baszler should have won. No. Um, Io Shiraz should have hmm. won. I'm glad Bianca Belair tapped out, though. Although I'm still thinking she's going to find a way to still call herself undefeated. Oh,
1: already did. Yeah. And it's like, oh, shut your hole. Yeah. It's like, you've been beaten twice, you're not undefeated, quit it with that gimmick, or fuck off.
0: And that's the problem with Bel character. It has no humility. Yeah. You need humility. You need to admit when you've lost, you need to admit when the better person won. And she never does that. That's why I don't like that character. I'm
1: undefeated. No, you're not.
0: Sure. But the thing that makes this like the second best match of the night for me was Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai. Because it wasn't just the times when they'd worked together but when they had to play off against each other when they had to (coughs) fight and it started out as a bit of friendly banter and then Shirai goes for the cover and then all of a sudden Kyrie breaks it up. And you could see the The look on Shirai's face. So what the
1: fuck you playing
0: at? And then fucking Shirai returns a favor to Kyrie, and then Kyrie (laughs) gets the upper hand. She's going up top to do her insane elbow. She does that scream thing, but it's more of an anguish scream. She, it's like it's like what Mauro said, or whoever was whoever made the comment that you can hear the emotion in her voice. She doesn't want to do this, and that was what set it apart from me because. They just both sold that beautifully. Like two best friends who don't want to, but they have to put their friendship on the side in order to get that championship. Yeah. And I just thought it was magnificently <coughs> done. And for two women that barely speak English, I bought into everything they did.
1: Oh, yeah. And every
0: facial expression. And that that's something that, they can use going forward because they know the right mannerisms and stuff. Their langu- The language barrier isn't as big of an issue, I feel, with those two because they can sell it in other ways and emote and enunciate in other ways as well.
1: Oh, yeah. It's like... I can see down the line there's going to be either EO or Irie going for that belt again. Yeah. Because the pin had... um Air lose twice. Yeah. It should be a case of fuck off, you've had to yeah. go twice now.
0: Io's, um oh, kyrie has been champion, mm-hmm. so, let's let Eo have the shot.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'd do- love to see Kyra get a second run with the belt, oh, yeah. but, you know, let Io have a go as well.
1: Well, seeing, they reckon that EO's the best female wrestler in the world at the minute. She might be. A lot of people are saying it, mm. you know. And it's a case of she would the belt already.
0: Yeah.
1: No, she's not been there long.
0: I mean, you could can. I'd love to see like I don't want to see either of them turn heel, but no. you know, a, two best friends just going for the title, one of them the champion, and just carry that on a little bit, mm. and have a Kyrie versus E. O. match at one of the takeovers for oh, the title. It would. It would be fucking. They probably go to. They probably start double teaming themselves. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, <coughs> <But> yeah. <coughs> <coughs> Fucking great match. Um, Shayna Baszler. I mean, she did her role well, but I mean, they all played their roles well. But I don't feel like Baszler should have won. No. No, it's about time she gave that belt. Over. Yeah. I can't stick her. And she's the two-time women's champion. The only two-time women's champion. She doesn't need that belt anymore. No. Oh, right. Or not for a while anyway.
1: But then if they end up taking it off, I the call her up to fucking main roster.
0: You see they could have fucking without getting into too spoilery about Mania, they could have had fucking Baszler drop the belt and then call her up to the main roster after Mania and Baszler could go after Becky as revenge for fucking what happened to Rhonda. Or well,
1: that, or if Becky didn't win, and Ronda still had championship, have a corner block. MMA against MMA, you know, and then you just you won't see a wrestling match. You'll see an all that brawl. all. Well,
0: yeah, Shayna Baszler still the NXT Women's Champion, shouldn't be. No. Bianca Belair is well and truly De- defeated Be- Ted. and Kari and Io, they were the stars of the match for me yeah and it's the main event yeah Bacon NXT Championship Uh Johnny Gargano defeating Adam Cole baby to finally claim the NXT Championship your thoughts
1: that fucking time yeah you no, know, I'm a big
0: Gargano fan. See, I'm not so much. Oh no, he can out wrestle fucking most of them. No, I respect his talent. <clears throat> um, it's just the way his char- his characters just been all over the place.
1: It's the underdog type
0: thing. Yeah, but I mean, with the whole Champa stuff yeah. and what he did to Black and the way he was with King Velvet, Dream, and all that lot, I, I get that Gargano. I mean, Champa got under his skin. It was and to made him prove bring out. Himself. Yeah. But he kind of just, it felt to me like he went straight back to babyface with no transition from where he was. He just went back to being completely fine. It was like when Tommaso Champa went, underwent neck surgery, everything that Johnny Gargano had done, character wise, was forgotten.
1: Well. Yeah, because when they went through the Dusty classic and at the end of it he stuck Ciampa through fucking stage at the back. It was like, haha, got your own back. So everyone was like, oh, there you go.
0: Yeah, but I don't know, I didn't see that, so that probably where it came from for me that's probably why I feel the way I do about Gargano
1: but yeah it's like it was all pally pally whilst they were DIY again and then when they end up losing he faked an injury and Ciampa was just like "Oh, don't worry about it I'll carry on and this against Black and Ricochet he gets pinned The are walking up stage and then Champa grabs him, as if to say, oh, I'm gonna shoot you into this. And he starts and they're just like ha ha
3: well And
1: they carry on a little bit and next thing you know, Gargano's got in, bang, straight on the fucking wall, Give him a kick in and everyone's like Whee <clears throat> So no matter what they were gonna do, he was gonna be faced anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah that <clears throat> makes sense. I guess I maybe I should have seen that. Um so yeah, with that benefit of that, and um, you know, okay I can kinda see him returning to the face role he's got his fucking advantage over, he's got his revenge on Champa. Um yeah, he can, you know, put that behind him I guess.
1: But what's ruined that though <clears throat> like any repercussions with Champa is Champa coming out at the end mm. and he's like you've done it mate uh, and there's fucking oh what's the tits
0: Candice LeRae
1: yeah getting him an nug and everything when two weeks before she was like you're not fucking getting up with him
0: I kind of feel like that should have been an off camera moment it should have been like uh, the last takeover after Black versus Champa, and they had that brawl mm. it should have been something like <clears> that <throat> yeah that was maybe recorded for the network, but not broadcast live.
1: But no, it's, it was a bit strange seeing Champ come out and he's like, oh mate, you doing mm. it. And it's like he's now turned face or something because they're all hugging each other. It's mm. like, well that makes no sense since he's, he's stuck him into a wall fucking week four.
0: <coughs> I think they thought they could get away with it because Yeah, every most people who watch wrestling know it's a work and they know that those two aren't enemies in real life Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But I mean, there's still, while the cameras are rolling, there's a story being told. There should be kayfabe, but kayfabe's dead. Yeah, but while the cameras are rolling, kayfabe still should remain alive. Mm. When the cameras, it's not the 80s anymore, when the cameras are off when the arena's empty when you're on your way home or to the next arena yeah drop the kayfabe but while the cameras are rolling keep kayfabe alive I mean it was a nice moment don't get me wrong but it wasn't
1: I think it would have been more of a a different type of moment if the week before they hadn't had the scrap at the top of the ramp Mm. after the Dusty Rose Classic where they were still
0: friends and still a tag team yeah so
1: that was a good match though
0: I feel like it um, I messaged you about this the other day didn't I I feel like Gargano took too much punishment and kept kicking out I felt the ending was excessive was I think the best way to describe it was with
1: I think the same way I had though, because he was kicking out a lot more. There was a lot of quick pins trying to happen, and it was like, "Oh, it's got to be!" Oh no, it's not. Oh, carry on.
0: You know, it falls to both of them. I mean, the first two falls were done in pretty standard time, but the final fall just took forever. And you had um the rest of the undisputed era come out. Yeah. Fair enough. They did the double team, Fish and O'Reilly, while Roddy distracted the ref the ref was down, wasn't it? Yeah. And then can Gargano kicks out of it. Black fucking uh, Cole does a super kick. Gargano kicks out of it, and Gargano kicks out of this. And one thing that annoys me, and this happened in the fucking opener as well, the tag title match. Count outs when the refs gets to eight or nine, they just pop up and run back in. Yeah. You know, there's no slow crawl, no struggle to the. I read to back to the ring, and that kind of breaks the immersion for me a little bit when you see fucking Rowan ricochet just like, oh shit, nine. And in they run. And they did the same with Gargano there. And it's kind of like, you know, maybe start struggling towards the ring at about five.
1: Yeah. Not just sit there and be like, uh, it's like nine. Oh, let's get up.
0: Yeah. Well, I set an alarm clock in the and yeah. then fucking get up. No, you're kind of <laughs> like yeah, that little things like that bug me. But I do feel the finish was a bit the, the end of the match, last stretch was a bit excessive. Yeah, and still a great match, but you have Kyrie and Eo telling their own little personal story, which had me completely engaged and then you had the main event which had excess in it and it's kind of like that's why that match dropped below the women's title match for me because I was fully buying into the whole Kyrie and Eo thing but eventually it got to a point where I was seeing Gargano kick out of this, kick out of that kick out of your mum, kick out of this and I was just like this is getting a bit much and I was actually wanting the match to end
1: Yeah, I think it got to like the half hour map part and I was just like
0: I need to worry I mean, hit those moves. By all means, if you're going to go for covers, do it at a point like sell the exhaustion, like fucking yeah. have Culp slowly crawling over, and then Gargano kicks out. Then you've got the whole well. Gargano had extra time to recuperate, get his breath back and stuff. But it was just like hit a move and then go straight for the cover. Yeah. And it was that that was... Um, it wasn't so much that Gargano kicked out so many times. It is that, but not so much as the fact that they weren't tired covers. There are immediate covers, and Gargano was kicking out. And it just broke the immersion for me. I'd say, it's still a great match. But, yeah, a bit excessive towards the end. I liked it. I mean every I mean <laughs> oh I do I liked it it was just got to a point where I was like yeah I'm ready for this to end now
1: yeah it, like the half hour mark that was just not mm-hmm. brutal
0: but yeah I mean every match on the card had its faults even the opener like I mentioned the whole fucking there were
1: no faults and that, that was perfection no
0: there was like the foot, pop up jump into the ring for the break the count out that's but that's a personal preference of mine I'd rather they struggle to the ring instead of just like oh nine and a half better go so, but yeah. Other than that, yeah, close to perfection as you'll get. Yeah. And fucking that fucking was a cent on the fucking and did off the top to oh no. all of them outside. I was like, you crazy bastard! Yeah, all of them for fucking taking it as well. Yeah, I mean, it's not hell. Bad. they
1: were all doing crazy moves. It's like they all end up outside, then next thing you know you've got Hansen flying at you. Mm. it's like three hundred pounds a
0: FUCK ME I like the bit where fucking Black lots did the faint fucking toe suicider, but he does like the backflip, springboard mm. off the rope. But instead of going straight down into his cross leg, he wait for Ricochet, and he just yeah. like, looks at him and they both fall yeah. down.
1: <laughs> both just
0: think. Yeah. Little <laughs> stuff. They've got great chemistry oh,
1: considering so right. Odd fucking yeah. matchup though,
0: it's like it? Kane R V D. Yeah. It's just it it shouldn't work but somehow it does. Kane Daniel Bryan. Yeah. yeah. Kane and anybody that isn't The Undertaker, basically. Well yeah. Or Big Show, you could argue, but
1: But it's like The two completely different characters. Hmm. Two different styles. And yet they just gelled so well. Yeah. And it's just wow. That's what you can say after their matches.
0: Yeah. they—they wow. they, Two of the best fucking wrestlers in the world.
1: It's like they reckon fucking Kenny Omega's the best in the world. Now, I reckon Ricochet. That guy can do it. He fucking lifted Hanson. Yep. So, £190 geezer just picks up a £300 fucker and he's like, yeah, flings him
0: backwards. Yeah. I was like, yeah.
1: Whee! I couldn't do that.
0: That's like a cruiserweight version of Hogan Andre.
1: Yeah.
0: fucking <laughs> great. Mental. Yeah. It was, um. Spectacular. Yeah. I mean, I've, have slammed a £300 guy before.
1: Oh, have you now? Yeah. Ooeee. It, no, I'm just saying, it, it's, it
0: can be done if you, if the, um, position is correct. A lot of it comes to the recipient when it comes to a slam with that oh, size. Yes. But yeah, it was still an impressive visual. It meant, I was like, what the
1: hell? And all of a sudden, you he could see him struggling as well. Mm. And he's just gone, Hurr! and chucked him backwards.
0: Did I slam the 300 No, I didn't. I slammed someone else. And 300 it's... pounder gave me the concussion. No, I gave myself the power bomb me. I got the concussion. Right, uh, right And he fractured my ribs. Wow. But I didn't protect myself again. This is why I don't wrestle. I <laughs> keep getting hurt. Anyway, enough of my failed fucking... You get beat up by a horn squad, Fuck. <laughs> kick him in the fucking head. You lift that eye. I don't need to lift that eye. Let's fucking get my foot between his legs and it's like... And it go in the air like... <laughs> anyway, yeah. What would you give... How are we going to rank this? All right. I
2: don't know. Do we rank
0: with letters or stars or numbers? <coughs> uh, it's numbers. It's out of 10. Okay, out of 10. What would you give Take over New York? I want to say a good eight and a half. So I was thinking nine.
1: I was pottering nine. It was like eight and a half, nine. I'll good for the eight and a half. I may just give it a nine as well. 8.75, just so it's right down the middle.
0: Right, so we've got Will with an <laughs> 8.75, which is almost as stupid as Meltzer's six stars. Yeah. And I'm giving it a nine. Um, I will pro- probably give Black Ricochet War Raiders a 10. Yes. Alone. 11. Y- yeah. <laughs> 12 out of eight. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I'll probably give everything else a solid eight. Maybe... on the women's because they told a really good story. Two of them did anyway.
3: Yeah.
1: See, See, that's about personal investment with me. It's... Shayna Baszler and fucking Bianca Belair didn't really do a lot. No. It was all Kyrie and Eo. So I can't really be like, oh yeah, that's an 8 out of 10. Since they did all work, the other two did fuck all.
0: I can because... Because you've got a boner for the pair of them. No, you've got a boner for the pair fucking of them. right, yeah. I still but want not
1: give them an 8 out of 10 because not... they did fucking all the work.
0: Yeah, they deserve the 8 out of 10. So it wasn't... Yeah, they deserve it. The no, other but... two fucking no, but... don't. For me, their story got me invested.
1: It was the only story in it, really. Yeah,
0: and I was completely (laughs) engrossed in it. I was fucking... It had me engaged, and it was still a good match. And some of the shit they did, fucking EO took that DDT. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. I know it was Triple H tried that the day after. Yeah. Or, no, he didn't. The day, day after. The day, day after. Yeah, Bret Hart tried it the day after. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (coughs) <coughs> nah, oh. No, I'm,
0: I'm a Hitman fan. That was shit what that guy did to him. That fucking wank. Yeah.
1: Up. We'll get into that yeah, when we'll, it comes
0: to the WrestleMania. yep yeah, But,
1: um. I <laughs> yeah. oh, Did you see what Dash Wilder did? Yeah. What? you seen the video? The <coughs> fuck you. knocked him Sparko. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Nathan showed me at work today. <laughs> I was out
0: Yeah, I can give the, um, women's title match an 8 because of Kari They did. They more than pulled their weight. Oh yeah. So. Well, they're the only ones that actually did pull any weight. Exactly. They pulled everyone's weight. And it was just the emotions and the expressions and the fact that the two women whose first language isn't English, yet they still had me completely engaged in their struggle.
1: You just like
2: looking at their boo No, I didn't.
0: I you no. liar. In this I moment like I was enjoying looking at the I faces did. and seeing the campaign pain on Kyrie's face when she has to scream because she has to hurt her best friend.
1: I'm sliding more twice. Eoshirai. i am doing both. Anyway. I'd do them both, but I'm sliding more fucking Eoshirai.
0: I don't know. Mm. Took her a long time to get that mask off. I missed that bit. <laughs> I'm surprised it fucking took her long enough. You could have gone for a WAZ and come back and she was still taking it off. I probably did. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, enough about us having crushes on Japanese wrestlers. Um that concludes our review of NXT TakeOver New York. And we will just for a quick break. Yeah. Move on to WrestleMania and the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So in a bitch. So we're back, and we're, it's a good thing we wasn't recording just then, because we was having um, a <laughs> rather... KUSHIDA! There was that. Uh, quickly, we'll touch upon Kishida. We was talking about the sex life of El Santo's parents, but we didn't record that, and you, you should be glad we didn't.
1: Was El Santo born with a mask? We don't know. Is there
0: little masks on the sperms of El Santo's dad? Or on the eggs of El Santo's mum? We don't know. It could no. be. Mm-hmm. It's a mystery that will never be answered. Anyway, Kushida, quickly. Yeah. I'm less excited than Wolf is because, you know, WWE doesn't exactly have a good track record when it comes to Japanese wrestlers. No, but it's Kushida. Yes, but it was Kenta. It was Shinsuke Nakamura. It was Asuka. And look at all that. I mean, yes, Asuka had the (laughs) women's title run, but that was just to, like, build Lynch up even more. And then she got fucked over at Mania. Yeah. Nakamura had a US title run, but you know he won the Rumble, didn't win the title, turned heel. Um, Kenta, as Hideo Itami, injury prone. Yeah. We've just gone through that. He had an NXT run. <clears throat> but when it comes to the Japanese wrestlers outside of NXT, they don't really get a good shake of the stick. Funaki. Yep. Yeah. Taka. Ichinoku. Ultimo Dragon Yeah He didn't really do much did he No And I was stoked for fucking Ultimo Dragon to come in <coughs> uh, Sin Cara So yeah I feel, I feel He's Mexican Don't say same but only different Because <laughs> he said that about um, Hey <laughs>
1: Mysterio
0: Josh Inaga Yes um, <laughs> But <coughs> Yeah I feel he can succeed in the NXT I'm just worried what happens if he goes up to the main roster and I'll probably be worried about that with it's not even any other Japanese wrestler, it's any wrestler that's been in Japan. I mean, AJ any Styles being in the
1: fucking NXT.
0: Well a lot a lot of uh, Finn Balor met his name in Japan. Fucking mm-hmm. Gallows and Anderson met, really made their names yeah. in Japan. Um <coughs> They've suffered. I mean Balor not so much now, but what are Gallows and Anderson doing? They don't want to re-sign. So I don't know, I kind of feel like Kushida in NXT will do well <laughs> but I'm not so confident of his chances on the main roster, should he get called up. No.
1: I can see him being NXT for a couple of years and then going back to Japan mm. or AEW. But I don't know whether he'll go back to Japan because apparently a little bit before now when he refused to sign. Right.
0: So, I don't know. Um, Those are the places he can go, but oh for yeah. now he's in NXT. And we'll see how well he does in the coming months. So, WrestleMania 35 was on Sunday, live from the Barclays Arena Stadium, and I did a Hogan then. Yeah. At least I, didn't say, I was trying not to say Sander. They weren't in Barclays, MetLife. MetLife. <laughs> Raw was in the Barclays. See? Yeah. Yeah. I think Takeover
1: was as well, wasn't it? Yeah, because yeah. that's why they had the Hall of Fame there, because they didn't want to rip the
0: ring down to yeah. put it back up for Raw and SmackDown. <coughs> so, yeah, WrestleMania 35 was on Sunday from the MetLife Stadium. First. Okay. Hall of Fame. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll the do that now.
1: Fucking S- jumping the rail, rugby tackling Bret Hart. Bret Hart, and then getting knocked out by Dash Wilder. He's my no-hero. of them, didn't they? Yeah, fuck they it.
0: fucking deserved it.
1: So <clears throat> right. Who goes and does that? No. The no. old boy's, like... What is it? He recovered from cancer. Did he have cancer?
0: Bret Hart? Yeah. Yeah, he's had cancer. Yeah.
1: He's had a stroke. He's had a stroke. He's fucking... Motorcycle accident. Yeah. Where he's nearly died.
0: The con... I think the motorcycle accident led to the stroke. Yeah. The concussions that Goldberg gave him... Not ragging on Goldberg, but those concussions did end his career. Mm-hmm. And,
1: <coughs> you know, the old boy's been through the fucking ringer lately. Yeah. And some dickhead in a little raster hat jumps a guardrail, jumps into the ring, fucking ripper tackles him.
0: And this twat is a um, apparently an MMA fighter. He's got a two-to-one record. Uh, but apparently he was acting Triple H and Vince on SmackDown saying, I'm coming. And he told police that it just felt like the right time when, he, when asked why he attacked her at heart. And he's also been arrested for stalking. One of his MMA opponents has had to take out restraining orders, which he's violated. This guy needs help.
1: Well, he's obviously not
0: fucking good at MMA, seeing
1: so he's fucking dashboard and knocked him out with yeah. a punch.
0: And he's clearly not right in the head. No. Um him help. I mean, I'm not right in the head either, so I'm not going to fucking try and use that in a derogatory way. But I, I keep getting told I'm not right in the head. <laughs> yeah, but I actually am. I medically am not right in the head. But, yeah, I've yeah. he needs help. Uh, he's got some serious issues. I'm not saying I hope he gets that help. He deserves whatever he gets, whether he's fucking sentenced to prison or whatever. He fucking, he shouldn't have done it. No. It was a fucking cowardly move to attack a guy in his 60s, especially a guy who's been through so much as Bret Hart has and who's given so much to the business yeah. as Bret Hart has. There was just no need for it. I'm surprised
1: Natalia didn't stomp on his mm. head.
0: Fucking should
1: have done. Yeah. I wouldn't get too far in, if you stomp up and on him. No. Fucking
0: <coughs> <coughs> exactly no. Anyway, Rest of the Hall of Fame? I watched. I've only watched the Honky Tonk Man's part, to be honest. But
1: I've not watched any of it. Mm. The Apparently, Hall of Fame really don't interest me, nah, especially I... this year, because we're right, Honky Tonk Man.
0: Brutus probably, Beefcake got inducted. Yeah, we was on about him. Why? We was on about him on the first episode. Yeah, and it's like,
1: why? Hogtontonk Man is the only one that's actually worthy of going in this year. Triple H has just boosted his ego by putting DX it.
0: Nah.
1: and it's why. Not why B-
0: now, Be- Brutus Beefcake? Made me make my mum go out and buy marigolds. (laughs) Not to do the washing up, neither. I love fucking Brutus (laughs) Beefcake as a kid, so I feel like he's deserving of it, because I just, you know... I liked him as a kid,
1: but what has he actually done? He brought smiles to my face. And? And that's just worthy of putting him in the Hall of Fame, because he brought a smile to your face. Yes. Because you were a miserable bastard.
0: Yes, he made you smart <laughs> when very few people can. No, but that's the whole point about it. It's not always about winning titles or fucking right. winning, or even winning matches.
1: All right, then. Tory Wilson.
0: I'm not saying no, we're on about beefcake here. Yeah. We're talking about Group it's the barber beefcake. Yeah. Yeah. And then
1: why is Tory Wilson in there? Because I don't fucking know. off the fucking adults now are knobbing off to what? not off to
0: her. Right,
1: Oh, fucking never. Oh, I was all about fucking Stacy Keeping. Yeah, I knocked off to her as well. Oh, them fucking legs went on forever. Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, let's not go there. This is getting <laughs> this has been fucking. That's a bit after hours talk. This level. is <coughs> supposed to be take over and WrestleMania, but yeah, and we're but talking about taking over ourselves. What,
1: what history worthy matches this Beefcake had?
0: WrestleMania 2, he teamed with Greg Valentine and lost the World Tag Team Titles with the Br- to the British Bulldogs. He, um, so overcame watched. the, overcame the parasailing accident and wrestled again. Smashed his face upon that boat, didn't he?
1: Yeah, but that's not a wrestling fucking moment, is no, it? No,
0: but he still overcame a fucking life-threatening situation and got back in the ring. He was there when fucking Shawn Michaels put Gennetti through the window. He was charismatic, he...
1: So basically he was just in the right place at the right time. He had
0: he had a charisma When and...
1: memorable moments happened in wrestling.
0: No, he fucking...
1: Next thing you're going to turn around and you're going to be like, you went to WCW and then you being fucking uh, thingy with a sparkly helmet, fell for a wall. That wasn't him. I know. But... Because that was a memorable moment.
0: Uh, no, I feel, considering who else is in the Hall of Fame, that he deserved to be in there based on who's in there. Coco Beware. He's in there. That was mainly his parrot. Yeah, but he only had a bird. Yeah. That was Coco Beware's thing. Oh, yeah, he was a bird. Yeah. Does that deserve the Hall of Fame? Yes. I rest my case. He loves animals. I rest my case. Um... We're not in fucking court. If, if, if a guy can get in the Hall of Fame just for having a pet bird, then a guy can go in the Hall of Fame for having a pair of garden shears.
1: And make you want to wear marigolds.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. I never wanted a budgie because of Coco Beware. I wanted long fucking... Birds. I wanted a fucking parrot because
1: of P- Coco Beware. Well,
0: there you go then. Yeah. So to you, um, Coco deserves to be in the Hall of Fame because he made you want a parrot. That's like
1: saying that I want Junkyard Dog to be in the Hall of Fame because I wanted to
0: wear a big ass chain neck. Did you? I did. Yeah. Again, I rest my case. <laughs> <laughs> we're done here. Okay, we're going to move on to WrestleMania. <coughs> so I didn't watch the pre-show, but you did. Yeah, because I was watching Takeover when the pre-show happened. Yeah. Um, Let us through it. <sighs>
1: Only
0: four matches. I
1: know, and I'm fucking struggling now. right the
0: first one was the Cruiserweight title
1: yeah that was surprisingly enough a pretty good match Oh, Tony Nees Buddy Murphy
0: Cruiserweights can be good if they're given the chance
1: yeah and that like, I'm not a big Tony Nees fan but the guy can move you know it's like is Buddy Murphy
0: really 205 or under that's
1: oh, I don't think so because mm-hmm. he's quite a big fella <coughs>
0: Okay, so we'll go on. We had predictions for WrestleMania and the pre-show. And when it came to the Cruiserweight title, I predicted Buddy Rose to retain. You predicted Tony Nese, only because Buddy Murphy was knocking fucking Alexa Bliss. Yes. But you got it right, regardless. So, one one point to you. Yeah, good matchup. Quite like it. So, next up was the Women's Battle Royal. Yeah. Yeah. Which was won by Carmella. Yeah. So we both got that wrong. That was... Um, because I said Oscar. Wilf said Mandy Rose. That was an odd one. Really
1: odd, because I didn't even realise that Carmella had rolled out the ring. And it's, it got down to... Sarah Logan and uh oh
2: shit I can't remember who it
1: was. <clears throat> Sonia Deville I'm Sure it was And I I thought Sarah Logan's gonna win this Fucking start fighting whatever Gets her out of range stood there we Next thing you know Carmella pops up it's <laughs> excuse me. Not the Vicky Guerrero way. Yeah. Sarah Logan's like turns round. It's like oh, what the fuck are you doing? And then little tussle back and forth, Carmella gets knocked down. Thinking, oh all she's gotta do is pick her up, throw her over. Nope. it's like a little tussle. Carmella chucks her out and it's like, Yeah, I win woo oh, fuck off. So dumb with that character. Bothered me nothing, mm. <clears throat> but it it weren't a bad match, to be honest. And I was really hoping Sarah Logan would have won when it come down to yeah. that. You know, Carmella win.
0: Yeah, we both got that wrong. Yeah. Next up was a match we didn't predict because it wasn't announced until after the last week's podcast. Both tag titles weren't announced until after the podcast. Um the Raw Tag Team titles on the pre-show Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder the Edgeheads or the Major Brothers or whatever they used to be called defeated the Revival to win the Raw Tag Team titles
1: shocking the only way I can describe it because you're watching it and you think you ain't gonna win Revival will take them and fucking Buddy Mer uh, Buddy Murph. Fuck, fuck out Kurt Hawkins gets fucking pin yeah and he's like, the look on his face is like, hang on, this losing streak's over, and I have belts, what the fuck? And I was sat there, and I'm just like, uh, it's like somebody asked me a really hard question, <laughs> he's like, what's three plus fucking two, and I was like, Uh what's going on?
0: So, um <clears throat> after hearing what... Uh, you know, what Dash Wilder did at the Hall of Fame, I figure, I thought <clears> that, you know, the revival might fucking return the belts. It might be like, well, thanks for sticking up with Brett, we'll put you over tonight. Um, but no. Um.
1: Unless, you know, how Vince feels, how he thinks could have been a punishment.
0: Possibly. It, it could go either way with this.
1: It's obviously, it's not caught on TV. Because apparently it cut, mm. went dark, popped back up and Brett's hair was out of place. But people sat there with the fucking cameras, excuse me, apparently WWE is trying to take down all these videos and you just see Dash Wilder from <laughs> Scuds him, square in the fucking snap, old boy sinks. It's like, yeah, great. Fantastic. It's like the new
0: hero. <coughs> so, um, well, well, well. it was on about the match. Yeah. Um, <coughs> it was not a bad match. I think, despite how Hawkins and Ryder have been presented in recent years, because people are going to be like, well, why are the revival losing to Hawkins and Ryder? Well, let's not forget that at one point, Zack Ryder was one of the most popular wrestlers in the company.
1: Woo, woo, woo. He got himself you over.
0: And was punished for getting himself over.
1: Yeah.
0: But he's also a former United States and Intercontinental Champion. Yeah. And Hawkins and Ryder (laughs) are former SmackDown WWE Tag Team Champions. Yeah. So they do, they can get it done. Yeah. So anyone that's saying, oh, the fucking Revival being dropped out of Hawkins and Ryder, just remember Ryder and Hawkins are former Tag Team Champions.
1: Been there a while as well. Yeah. And they collect wrestling toys.
0: I mean, Hawkins left for a while, but he came back and that, but... Yeah. yeah. Um, next up was the Men's Battle Royal, which...
3: Braun!
0: Braun Strowman won? Yep. Which... Oh, I, I called. Yep, you got it wrong. Where are we on here? What I thought it was Ali. You but- thought not Mustafa Ali would win? Eh. I thought Braun Strowman would win, just to wrap, wrap up that little storyline. Yeah. Um... So, yeah. It.
1: How, how can I put. It? it was a short story. For him and old Dave and Bob. From Friday morning. Saturday night live. Yeah, Friday morning tape. <coughs> um. Because as soon as it started, they rolled out the ring, hidden underneath. And that was it. That was not. Wow, this is great! And uh, you sat there, and you're looking at all the fucking opponents, and there's old fucking Luke Harper. Is that what? Ready, yeah. Who's that? Oh, so this is your big return then. Oh. Yeah. And you can see throughout the match. Harper's just staring at fucking Braun, And then at one point, they came to head. And they just stood there in front of each other. And it's like, oh, former brothers with the Wyatt family and this, that and the other. And next thing you know, Brown's just gone, bang, chucked him out. Not really. <clears throat> but it's like, clear them all out, and it's down to the Hardy Boys and Braun Strowman. Braun gets Jeff over the rope. Then he gets Matt over the rope. And they're pulling on him to try and pull him out yeah, over the I've ring. Yeah, i
2: that was in the um, recap, I think.
1: And then Jeff and Bob, Dave, and Got Cecil, and Shay,
2: think, whatever
1: the fucking names are, I don't know, I don't watch it, jump out, grab his legs, try to fucking push him up. And he just Shakes his legs, they go flying, clobbers the ID boys off, turns around, they're just like, uh, shit. Then one of them turns around and goes, hang on, hang on. So I think you might need some help. Brought the therapist with me. And his therapist comes straight up to me and he's like, you need to calm down. Got a lot of built up emotion. try some breathing exercises. I breathe in, breathe out breathe it next thing no, he's just getting flung all over that fucking ring literally flung like a fucking rag doll with a two year old <coughs> and then it's like he's gone for the gobby one and the other one sat in the corner and he's just like oh I'm shooting it up. I'm shooting it up. gobby one's like get him he's like no he goes get out of the ring Braun grabs him, picks him up, throws him out, goes to the other one, gives him a bit of a fucking pasting, picks him up, throws him out towards the ramp, where there's like four or five of them waiting, that catch him, he's like,
0: bro Braun!
1: There's nothing
0: to write home about that?
1: Not really, no. no. There was no major action. That was the only bit in it and it lasted the whole of two minutes don't put celebrities in matches no. or have them try to feud with someone because it doesn't fucking work <clears throat> does me nipsy
0: oh. okay so now we um, move on to the main portion of the Wrestlemania card Five and a half fucking hours. Yeah. This is why I don't watch a pre-show. So we open up, we've got um, America the Beautiful, So I didn't watch that. Um,
1: oh, I skipped through it. Yeah, then
0: Alexa Bliss comes out and she... Well, van there's a motherfucker. As the host thing and says if she wants her own WrestleMania moment, <laughs> all she's got to do is snap her fingers, because apparently now she's Thanos. And everybody
1: booed. And she's like, you don't think I can get click
0: out comes Hulk Hogan yeah and I'm not going to lie oh. I kind of got a little bit excited for about five seconds when that music hit
1: I was just like yeah here comes a racist but apparently he's been backstage he spoke to Big E O'Neill the wrestlers of colour mm. Apparently, some of them are fine, some of them weren't.
0: Yeah, I don't think the new day forgave him.
1: Biggie, he put a tweet out saying all people that something or other about a path of redemption should be allowed to carry that path. Something along them lines. As in, like, he's looking for forgiveness, so maybe we should Give him a little bit, you know. He's trying to sort out himself that way only because he got
0: caught on tape. Yeah. <clears throat> um. But yeah. It was the whole Hogan thing was always kind of confusing to me because he teamed up with Mister T at the first WrestleMania. Yeah. And who was it at the Hall of Fame?
1: When?
2: There was... Um, I'm pretty sure...
0: So it might have been the honky... I know the honky-tonk man, credit Hogan, with getting in a leg up in... building I'm sure there was a black wrestler as well that said something along those lines. But the only to Hogan... <clears throat> I might be getting confused. Because the only... Black rest was inducted with Harlem P, weren't they? Yeah. Marked than them. I think it was. I think they gave Hogan credit for um, helping their careers as well.
1: I don't know. don't know, because they were doing pretty well before Hogan joined WCW. Yeah, but <clears throat> well, I
0: think I don't know. I, I could be... I'm gonna to have to go back and check, yeah. But I think they. Let's not forget what Booker T said to Hogan: <laughs> "We're coming for you." N word. Yeah. Um. So. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I just find the whole like he said those things. And when it comes to Hogan holding people back, he's not racially exclusive. Because he fucking held back Bret Hart in 93. And a bunch of others in WCW. So, I don't know. I, I get why he was suspended for three years and had all mentioned him taken out. Because it is a very sensitive issue. But he's back now and it doesn't bother me that he's back. He's been punished for what he did. But I can also understand there will be people that will find it harder to forgive him, Big people of colour, and I completely get that. But I've I've read things people saying that they're uncomfortable with Hogan being at WrestleMania and that, and I wasn't. It threw me back to when I was six years old for a few moments. It's
1: it's one of ones that is, this. he's like a Brock Lesnar, he turns up to the big ones, mm. whereas. When's the last time you seen at the WrestleMania? 30, I think. Another big number. Mm. You know, he's every five years, which is like a monumental
0: number. Yeah, but he was suspended for three of
1: them. <laughs> <Well>, I know. <laughs> oh, he wasn't suspended, he was fired.
0: Well, <laughs> well yeah. <clears throat> I think they to listed to it with. as a suspension. No, they said he'd been reinstated. So. Yeah, he got reinstated last year. Yeah, to he showed up at Crown Rule. Yeah. Well, at least Hogan didn't have a title to not defend. Well, speaking of, yeah, first match of the night was the Universal Championship match. Brock Lesnar defending against Seth Rollins, and I thought the setup for this was pretty clever, and it completely fit into the characters of Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. Now, apparently,
1: that wasn't storyline. Really, Brock was not happy that he was not main event in WrestleMania. Truth. So as punishment, because he was running his mouth off, Vince told him to go on first. And made him go on first.
0: I'd heard rumours that AJ Orton was gonna go on first. Which kinda lines up considering AJ Orton was second. Yeah. Um but it was like
1: no fuck you get on first and with there was something that Paul Payman said so we'll go to Vegas where we'll be ultimately appreciated. There's one or two things. Vegas UFC UFC mm. Ultimate Fighting Championship. Yep. Not only that double or nothing. AEW. There's rumours that he's going to sign for AEW. I don't think they up. have it.
2: Nah.
1: Yes, he would be probably a big draw, but they ain't going to let him get away with half a shit that Vince does. No. <clears throat> and he's not going to get the big payday that he thinks he'll get because the cons are fucking seven billion fucking dollars where Vince is only a billion. You know, with what I heard today. What was it? Um, Triple H said, oh, if AEW becomes a bit of a problem, Vince will just buy them all. Really? You're going to outbid someone that's got seven billion? Yeah. You know? They can just throw more money at it and not really give a fuck. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah. Um, it was the usual Brock in a match.
0: Yeah. And, um, it was shit.
1: Apart from three um, curve stomps, which I've Fucking loved! Yeah. And
0: a smack to the testes. Yeah. It's like Rollins said I'm Raw, um, I bet you haven't watched that yet, have you? Not, yeah, uh, no, I'll finish it at two o'clock. You know, um, yeah, Lesnar attacked Rollins outside, so I think the low blow was justified. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, it was needed to trim Lesnar down. But it, it did work. I mean, if that's the truth, even if that isn't the truth, what you just said about Lesnar and Heyman, and it still fits in with their characters. Yeah, it's like the low blows happened raw week before as well. Yeah. Where he's like,
1: bang, hit him twice, stuck him on his fucking arse. And it's like, because he pushed Lesnar into the ref, and the ref's rolled out and the ring, it's like, bang, straight in the fucking nuts.
0: Uh, at least Lesnar yeah. naturally fucking did his job though. Well, yeah. He did the job. Because if he was told to go on <laughs> versus punishment, he. I want to put it past him to walk out just fucking go into business for himself
1: well yeah then absolutely fucking punish you Mm. and be like keep your fucking title and just walk out yeah because that's the type of thing you do yeah but I think to appease it in case he ever needs it to come back he's left the door open Mm. by doing what the wants him to do it's all about the payday
0: Yep. Yeah, three curves one. Oh. And Seth Rollins is the new Universal Champion. Yeah. And at least Raw has a title. Yeah. A world title to defend now. Every week. And hopefully. We'll see it every week. Lesnar never sees that belt again. Yeah. And that belt never sees him. Yeah. <coughs> Coming up next after that was, what well, I heard to be the bit opening match of the night. Even though it was second Styles, yeah. AJ Styles defeated Randy Orton. Yeah. Which just to quickly go back to the um was, uh, predictions We both said Seth. So we both get a point. Yay. But the next one is where I climb ahead because Boom. you predicted Randy Orton. Yeah. I predicted AJ Styles. Yeah. Now, what I liked about this match, it was a slow burner. I was never bored in the match. It was your typical Randy Orton match, slow, methodical, but that's that fits Randy Orton. No, but I think AJ did well in the match, and I liked the fact that he held his own. I liked how AJ came across as the veteran and Orton came across as the rookie. Technically, it would be wrong. Yeah, but I like that they portrayed that uh, when AJ goes to the, for the phenomenal forearm, but he stops on the rope yeah. and Orton does that His bump because he's oh, like gone for the RKO, <laughs> and AJ's like, no, mate, and that made Orton look like I'm a bit not making that mistake twice. Yeah, but okay. even when fucking he wasn't, Orton caught him on the ropes. Hmm. Orton just fucking slings or hot shots him um, into the ropes and then goes for it. It, it was um, it was a well constructed match but it was a well-told story. Yeah. And, you know, AJ outsmarted Orton twice. So, I think it was very well done.
1: Well, it just shows you you can't sit and judge an indie wrestler.
0: Yeah. I mean, not all matches have to be fucking spot after spot after spot after spot. If the story's right, mm-hmm. the match quality, obviously the match quality matters. Well, yeah. But, it. If you've got a match without a story, then you need a good match. If you've got a match with a story, you need both. And it was a good story, and it was a good match. It wasn't a five-star match or well, anything like that, but I feel like what it lacked in terms of the wrestling... It wasn't memorable. Yeah, it made up for in the story. It, it just seemed it was just another match. Mm-hmm. But when you read between the lines and pay attention to the story yeah. being told, it, but it it's just another. Match. Yeah, there's nothing
1: memorable. There was about
0: nothing it. special. It was your typical AJ. Ma- well, you AJ had all his moves. And... Orton did all his moves. Yeah. It was you could have seen that match on fucking SmackDown. Yeah, but story made up for it. Yeah, I feel. Um. <clears throat> so next up we had SmackDown Tag Team Title match. Nope. And no, women's women's tag team no, title match. No, it won't. It's, the Smackdown yeah, it's, it's a SmackDown tag team titles match. Yeah. Um. Ooh, so I kind of feel like this is again. This is one we didn't predict because it wasn't announced until after no. SmackDown was on after the podcast. Because which is um, interesting to note that by this point, the lo- it was dark outside.
1: I didn't even notice. Mm. I was too busy watching the
0: match. Yeah, because. But it got dark quick. Yeah, I kind of feel like when they mentioned that like, Alistair Black was going to be, and Ricochet were going to be in this tag team title match, I kind of thought, well, that they can't really put that on the pre-show because Alistair Black's entries won't work in the daylight. No. It's what went wrong with Sting <laughs> well, no, and Undertaker one the at Mania 31. Their matches happened in the daytime and the entrances just didn't work.
1: Well, it was like Ricochet's weren't working either. No, or The Bar. No.
0: I mean, the bar you could sort of get away with, but you need the black arena so they can come out and do that.
1: Or just shitload of smoke, then come out, do
0: the pose, mm. and let the smoke flow away. But Ricochet, Strobes, need darkness. Yeah. Alistair Black's entrance needs darkness. So I yeah. kind of thought, well, that will probably go on the main show. And yeah, I was right. So I should get a point for that, even though I didn't predict. No. No, okay. Okay. <coughs> But no, that that was actually a good match. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that. Um, Especially, you know, kudos to fucking Black (laughs) and Ricochet. Because they're they're on Raw, they're on SmackDown, and they did take over. And then they went and did that, all that. And the fucking way they did that massive fucking Tower of Doom shit. Oh, no. And Ricochet still came out of it fine.
1: All fucking eight of them. It's like, how the hell did he land on his feet? Mm. And even he was surprised himself. He was just like, hang on a minute. They're all out cold. I'm still on my feet and I was the top one. What
0: well, the fuck? I did um I feel like Seamus and Cesaro did well as well. Cause so that fucking bit where Cesaro had ricochet in the fucking spin. I know. For fucking ages, and Seamus is just there twatting people on the chest, like Vulcan does Nakamura, does Rusev, does fucking Alistair Black, he does fucking whoever else was left, Uso, and then the other Uso and Ricochet. Yeah, well, he didn't do it. Ricochet was in the spare. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. I uh, won't work would it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, so just like, like, missed. F-
0: <laughs> missed. Damn it!
1: <laughs> so, you can't see what we're doing, but when Cesaro's finished, he just shakes his head. He's like, <laughs> yeah, right and carries on. It's like he's got to have been dizzy as fuck. Well. Mm. He had to be. I mean, like I play spin around with a little, and, and after three spins, I need to sit down. It's unreal. And I don't how Ricochet like, felt that. Oh, man. I bet all of his blood rushed to his head. Mm. But he's right weak in the knees. Jesus Christ. Yeah.
0: It was, it was an entertaining match. Um, yeah, all well, the teams got the moves in. Yeah. And, yeah, decent match. Usos retain at the end.
1: Yeah. Uh. I actually thought that Ricochet
0: and Black would have won that. I kind of thought they would. I,
1: With them losing the NXT. And losing on have. Raw
0: as well. They lost the tag title match on Raw last week. Yeah,
1: I thought maybe they would have won. But
0: no. I kind of thought maybe, but then I thought maybe not because of what you said about Vince wanting Alistair Black on Raw um, and putting him in the main event. I thought, well, if yeah. that's what Vince wants, then <clears> SmackDown's <throat> really the wrong place to put it. Yeah, but you got that fucking superstar shape Yeah, but that's next week. Yeah, You're going to put the tag titles on them for a week that's not going to help them at all. Whoa. Gives them a WrestleMania moment, fair enough. But, you know, they can go into the superstar shake-up with a clean slate. Yeah. So, and hopefully they can fucking lock those two down to a specific brand. Yeah. Instead of overworking them and putting them on both shows each week.
1: But would you want to see them split up? Personally, well, not, I wouldn't.
0: No, I'm not saying put them both on separate shows. I'm just saying... Put them on a specific show. Put fucking Ricochet and Black on Raw together.
1: I don't Let think them have I'm
0: this little feud. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it, actually. But let them... Maybe, maybe give them a tag team title run before you move Black on.
1: I, move I Ricochet into
0: the RC picture.
1: Ricochet would suit Raw. I really don't. I reckon he, he would fit in perfectly on SmackDown. Okay, so
0: we've... I guess it all depends... Ugh. See, they'd work on both shows, but I'm just going by what you said about Vince wanting, yeah. like in the main event, in Raw's main events towards the end of the year, yeah. they would have to be on, without splitting them up, they'd have to be on Raw. Oh yeah. But then again, why not put him in SmackDown's main events? And SmackDown moves to Fox, why not have fucking Black as the figurehead then?
1: Well, it's like they keep going on about the brand split ending. I'd say it, I don't see it happening. No because then what you're going to do with like three extra titles
0: you know but yeah it's... Me personally I think keep the brand split but unify all the titles because the tag divisions aren't strong enough individually no um, it's like they've got it right with the <coughs> winner's tag titles yeah one set that's it only the champions cross over
1: yeah and why not? Mm.
0: I mean, that was the original brand extension plan. Yeah. Until Les and the fucking kept the mm. undisputed title on SmackDown. <coughs> but that was mainly so Triple H could have a title. But,
1: but yeah, it's, it's a funny old game.
0: Yeah. Anyway, next match coming up was the Falls Count Anywhere match between The Miz and Shane McMahon. We both said The Miz. We were both wrong.
1: Mwah, mwah,
0: mwah. What not a bad match, that
1: I quite like. I that. quite enjoyed it. It's like, like I said last week. I was never a big fan of the Miz, no. but I fucking love the bloke. Mm. It, this was hell of a more story than anything else, apart from the women's and Kofi's.
2: Yeah,
1: it had a hell of a lot bigger story than any other match on that card it was personal because Shane was getting his old man involved fucking this that and the other. and his old man bless him <laughs> he just stood in the ring he's got his fist he up yeah and Shane's like no 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 look, look, hang on puts his hands right and he's like Ur. and then he jumps in he's like oh, I wanted to jump through the telly and just whoop fucking Shane McMahon's man's arse yeah
0: he's like yeah fucking whack but he plays a heel well right? yeah. he always has and yeah Miz yeah. lost but it was a fluke loss yeah because once after that fucking Shane barely got a look in yeah after Miz fucking snapped because his dad was hurt
1: he got walked all around that arena yeah all them fucking, fucking stanchions fucking to the, off the so many
0: fucking shit and that I thought the finish was quite clever mm. give Miz like give Shane the victory but because of how the superplex landed. Yeah. Um, and.
1: <laughs> when they're up there, fucking my missus was like, what are they landing on? So it's just boxes under a cover. Yeah. They do it all the time. It's a stunt thing. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: But I thought, I thought to myself, actually, before Charles Robinson started counting, I was thinking, ah, oh, Shane's technical covering Miz, and then yeah. lo and behold, he went for the cover, and I thought, that was actually well done. Yeah. I didn't mind that at all. Shane can gloat about it. They can keep the rivalry going a little <clears> bit longer. Miz can get a decisive victory. What was it I saw? That superplex that Orton did to AJ. That was nice as well. Yeah, because
1: he flung in.
0: It's not that, but I mean, he kind of like they went more vertical than a standard superplex because th- it tends to go like straight diagonal. But he went up and then down yeah, there was and
1: high on that. Yeah, one. I think with that, Randy was like. I can do more than just ground moves.
2: Yeah.
0: I do know some, like, ring moves. Like,
1: eighth fucking yeah.
0: post-type shit. But yeah, that, yeah, going back to AJ Orton, that was a really nice superplex. Yeah. I appreciated that one. But yeah.
1: Good it. the Miz didn't win, though.
0: He gets a chance to get a decisive victory, though. Right. And it's, yeah, you know, Shane can come out and gloat about, you know, fucking beating the Miz and all that. But the facts are, he got his ass fucking handed to him. So, it kind of like, neither man looks bad in that situation. No. again anyway.
1: Wrong result.
0: Yeah, but it can further the story. Um, up next was the women's tag team title match, which again we both got wrong, because we both said the Boss and Hub connection. Yeah. And. And it was the fucking iconic. hmm Which. I don't mind, because I said this to you in Messenger, that they work as cowardly chicken shit annoying heels. And any fucking team that goes after them are going to be cheered. Yeah. Even Nia Jackson, to me, I, I fucking cheer them at Elimination Chamber when they I, have their hands on the Iconics.
1: I don't know if... Nia and Tamina would be jeered and Irish is hated and I mean proper hated I reckon they'd still boo her mm. if they could put her up against a group of pedos the fucking crowd would fucking cheer the pedos over that it is a bit dark but it's fucking right though but fucking it was clever how they ended it
0: yeah, because one thing Phoenix. I didn't notice until the replay because <coughs> I saw who's the dark haired one? Billy Kay. Billy Kay. She came up, but then she just sort of like dropped down again while Beth got fucking Bailey on the turnbuckle. I just saw her come up and that I didn't realise she was tagging her in, yeah. tagging herself in. I didn't see it until I saw her and then I saw her drop down. I was like, oh, "What the fuck?" She... I thought maybe yeah. Beth, Beth had knocked her
1: off. It's like she's fucking. She's it. Beth's off. Mm. I was thinking, well, "How did you not feel that?" And Beth's gone for the pin. And then Peyton Royce is coming, fucking booting her off. Billy is just like, boom, one, two, three. And it's like, wow.
0: Again, it was a smart fucking finish.
1: Yeah, I quite like the finish. Mm. I just don't like that the title's wrong there.
0: I don't, I'm not a fan of the iconics. But it's like I said to you, that's the whole point. We're not supposed to like it. We're not supposed to want them to win. And so they're doing their job. Mm. And it was, in that regard, the right finish. And again, like fucking Shane and fucking Miz, like AJ and Orton, it was a clever finish. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, we criticize, we can criticise WWE for their roll-ups of death all the time and fucking all these stupid finishes. Um, we'll probably get to that in the main event. But on this night, they were really fucking creative. And I feel they deserve credit for that. Oh, Yeah. Anyway, um, take a quick break. If I need to get some more coffee and then we will carry on. I need a wee. Yep, I knew you would, so. <laughs> and I need to stretch my leg. Right, so we are back and we are moving on to now the match that I think, women's title match aside, everybody was looking forward to. Kofi Mania. Kofi Mania. And we both called it, I believe. Yep. We both got Kofi right. Because Kofi needed to win it. Oh, he had to. And he did. And, and so, so happy. Yeah, I was as well. I was fucking... There was certain moments, like TakeOver, I fucking marked out like a bitch in the first match. Mm-hmm. Um, had little moments, like I said, fucking Kari and Io got me invested in theirs. Mania, there was like, Seth winning, I gave him a clap for that. And stuff, but Kofi had me out my fucking seat, and I was like, Go on, boy, that's my boy and shit like that, even though I'm not his dad. No. But it was just well done all round. Everybody played their role to perfection. Kofi, Brian, Rowan, Big Ian, e Xavier Woods even even the crowd. Everybody well especially the crowd of why he got into that well, position. Yeah. But but not just what, but you know, he is deserving of it but the crowd got behind him and it was just I want to say yeah it was fucking from start to finish it I was just there and it was Kofi all the way
1: yeah at one (coughs) point when fucking Daniel had rolled out and he was talking to Rowan Mm. it was like he's got to get him involved and he's got to fuck it up and then he ended up taking out Big E and Xavier. Then next thing you know, Big E's fucking took him out. And it's just like that's it. You're Midnight night hour. Yeah. And after that it was just absolute battle. And it was fantastic.
0: Yeah, the moment at the end when he had the bell and you know, the kids his kids were in the ring.
1: Yeah. And his little lads <coughs> sat there, and he's got a <coughs> belt, and he's holding it up. Yeah. And then fucking Biggie comes out with another present, and it's the fucking, their championship t-shirt. Yeah. And his little lads up in the corner, <laughs> hold it up as I well. that. that was, it like, was on, fucking. <coughs> it yeah.
0: was like fucking. It
1: was an emotional moment.
0: It brought a smile to my face. Nearly it's, brought
1: a tear to mine. Yeah.
0: It, it was, it reminded me of Nicholas last year.
1: Feel good moment.
0: Yeah. Um, although Nicholas was, I mean, I, that brought a smile to my face because as cool as it was, it was also a bit fucking stupid. Oh yeah. But th- there was nothing stupid about this. This oh, was nice. just fucking.
1: A geezer getting his juice.
0: Yeah. And you have to give ex. I think you have to give extra fucking ups to fucking Daniel Bryan as well, not just for his performance in the match, but the fact, like Kofi said on SmackDown, you the one thing we have in common is you've been here before, mm-hmm. and you know how it ends. Yeah. And yeah, you know, five years ago, Daniel Bryan was the hottest thing in professional wrestling, and Vince hated him. Yeah. And for Daniel Bryan, and then la- even last year the Yes movement was still strong when he made his comeback. And in less than a year, he's been able to completely kill that and make the fans hate it. And for someone as beloved as Daniel Bryan to become someone as hated as the new Daniel Bryan, I think he deserves a lot of credit for that. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Kofi is deserving of this opportunity, but him aside, a lot of other people deserve credit for it as well. Not just the new day, but the fans and Daniel Bryan as well. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Well done to everybody involved in that. Anything to add? I've. Oh.
1: I've heard people on about Biggie turning. I don't think he should. I don't. No. Cause their merch sells summer fucking
0: rotten. It's not just that, but Big E <coughs> and Xavier Woods have been <coughs> firmly <coughs> in his corner. They threatened to quit for that guy who didn't get his WrestleMania match. Like, wise. Yeah. yeah. But I don't feel turning them, turning Big E is a good idea. Not yet. I don't. Maybe down the line you can turn him when, you know, when this whole thing's run out of steam. But, For now, don't do it. Don't fucking do
1: it. It shouldn't be done. Not only because they would lose a lot of fucking money, Mm. or Vince would lose a lot of money through merch, because they've got one of the biggest selling fucking lines, but to end the New Day after Kofi gets the WWE Championship? Stupid idea. Yeah.
0: (coughs) We've clearly seen it on SmackDown. Yeah. And at Mania that they are a brotherhood.
1: Yeah. And from something that that formed as preacher type group New Day Yeah. and everyone was like alright they should be the next fucking nation of domination not some preachery type fucking do-gooder fucking Ned Flanders types to crazy unicorn fucking horn-wearing trombone-playing more colour than a fucking rainbow
2: yeah
1: to absolute crazy chucking waffles and pancakes at each other and people in the crowd
0: I I, I don't even this is quite (coughs) strange I don't know where fucking DC Universe (coughs) Online has been influenced recently by the New Day and Kofi Mania because just recently they released um, do you remember the supply drop trinket? yeah where you call that and then you get your health and power back and stuff they did a unicorn version of that <laughs> and they gave a unicorn. I no, think it's a unicorn. Yeah. That'd be awesome. They gave um, a unicorn material to put on your gear. So I don't know whether DCM you own, maybe, without outright saying it, fucking bought into Kofi as well. Either that
1: or fucking Fortnite. Because that's all about llamas. Mm-hmm. That the llama but their the last, um,
0: the latest <coughs> DLC that released was Justice League Dark. Yeah. That's got nothing to do with unicorns, really. Or so. oh, Apparently it was in a. <laughs> April's full thing. That's when yeah. the uh, April first. That's when the unicorn stuff came out. But you know, a week before WrestleMania, I don't know. Go for Mania might have reached further than you and I are expecting. It
1: it's got that bad. I went onto the Entertainer website and I seriously contemplated buying the fa- uh, three pack figures. Right, it's from WrestleMania Thirty Two mm. and it's at a knockdown price of thirteen quid. Uh, no, twelve quid. And I'm like, do it, don't do it, don't it, do it. it's the new date. And then I went on eBay, and it's like they've got a lunchbox. I don't carry lunchboxes. <laughs> I don't need lunchboxes, but I want a Bootios lunchbox. I want Bootios. Well, I want Bootios. Well. I don't
0: eat breakfast, but I, I mean eat Bootios. So do I. But yeah,
1: they made me want to actually go out and buy some merch. Hmm. And it's like I really don't have the money. I can't spare twelve quid at the minute. But I really want this figure set. Um, um, I'm close to taking the misses. on for your birthday, it's only next month.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it's, uh, that's, yeah, that's the power of the new day, not just Kofi, but the whole trio. Yeah. So they shouldn't break them up. Though. No. Especially not while Kofi's riding this wave of momentum. No. Because it would just be a cheap story. And they don't need to do that. Everyone Absolutely. will suffer in the long run if they do that. But even, yeah,
1: even if you give fucking Biggie and Xavier
0: tag team title,
1: mm-hmm. that'd be nice.
0: Then all three of them have got a belt. They'll do a triple threat WWE title match, Fucking backlash between three new day members. Yeah. No, no one has to turn. Just I don't know. There, there are ways.
1: I don't know. I think so. would.
0: yeah, but they shouldn't. Well, they shouldn't, oh, right? yeah. but
1: Vince will be right, you're going to turn. Yeah. Because you lost.
0: Anyway, after that was the um United States Championship match. Squash. Samoa Joe defending mm-hmm. against Rey Mysterio. And as Will said, squash. Um, his no, discussion has probably gone on longer than that. There was no Booyaka moment. No, we both called it. Joe to win um, <coughs> apparently Rey Mysterio has been dealing with a ankle injury yeah apparently yeah. he was cleared to compete last last week yeah but yeah. having said that I kind of liked it because I know Mysterio isn't over the hill but he is getting on in years uh, he's a lot younger than a lot of veterans who started wrestling when they were 15 or some shit yeah but and
1: look at his uncle
0: yeah but his best years are definitely behind him. Oh, yeah. Um, it'd have been nice to see him get a US title win, but I think Joe retaining was the right call. Because Joe's only just won that belt, and it's not just that belt. They, both Joe and the US title need building up the Oh, yeah. So, keep By on now, Joe.
1: Joe should have been a fucking world champion.
0: Yeah. But he's, you know, he's got the US title. Joe can build that title up. That title isn't going to build Joe. No. Joe can build that title. And Joe going out there and fucking killing Mysterio in 58 seconds is the right way to do it. Yeah. I mean, Mysterio got a 619 in and all that, but it was one little mistake where he went for the fucking wheelbarrow DDT, or whatever you call it, and Joe just fucking sit down, Hikina Clutch, over. And it doesn't make Mysterio look bad because Joe could do that to anybody.
1: Yeah, I I was. Just disappointed.
0: I See I wasn't sure. It should have been longer. Maybe, but given the amount of matches, yeah. I feel like they could have a better rematch at Backlash and Mysterio can scout it better. Yeah. I just feel like, I feel like that was a good way to end the match. Cause it made Joe look like a beast. It made him look like well, a killer. Mysterio didn't even tap, like he beast. passed out. Yeah. Oh know. And you know, the ref didn't even raise his arm three times. Right. You could argue that's bad continuity, but that's how powerful it makes Joe look. So I feel like Joe needs it more than Mysterio. And giving Joe a convincing win like that is gonna help him.
1: Well Joe definitely needs it because he's got the NXT curse. Mm. If did the
0: fucking done nothing win then you know that he should have fucking a world championship. I mean, they could have a decent rematch at Backlash. Yeah. But as a Mania moment, I feel it was a good Mania moment. I feel like it helped go a lot. I don't think
1: there'll be a rematch.
0: It'll probably be on SmackDown.
1: It's either that or it'll be against Andrade. Hmm.
0: But give Joe and Ray a one-on-one on on SmackDown. Give them 15, 20 minutes in the main event. Just let them kill it. Because they can.
2: Yeah.
0: It's just on that night it might have been to do with protecting Mysterio as well because of his ankle. They probably didn't know how much he could do. Yeah. They're like, right, we'll let you go out there and do the match, but it ends in 58 seconds. We're going to end it quickly just so you, we don't risk exacerbating the injury.
1: Oh, that recalled himself. Hmm. He's like, look, my ankle's fucking killing me, pin me, or choke me out, or yeah. whatever.
0: Could be. <clears throat> <coughs> We'll never that, that is the sort of thing that Mysterio would do. Well, oh, yeah, because he is like a very selfless wrestler. Yeah. Um, next up, we Roman had man. Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre, the and, Scottish Saker. Path, and this is um, where we part ways again because I called Roman, and you called Drew. Kiss my ass. Now, to be fair, we did both say last week that it could go either way, that we don't mind how it goes either way. Well, I know, because
1: I did say I feel it would be Roman, mm. but I thought it would be Drew. I think I should get hot.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> I gave you a full <coughs> point because you chose fucking Tony Nese only because you want to shag the Bliss.
1: Yes. Well, there you go, then. But I had made my fucking
0: pick. Yeah, but you didn't think Tony Nese was going to win. I didn't. You thought Buddy Murphy was going to... Yeah, but you... This. So, you can't ask for half a point because you picked the wrong person.
1: <clears throat> oh dear.
0: I think the best way to describe this match was safe. Yeah. No unnecessary, I mean, there was a few bumps on the outside, but no unnecessary risks were taken. Both men.
1: It was a, it was another nothing special match.
0: <clears throat> and Drew, when he kicked out, Drew didn't kick out of the spear or anything. It's like, he only took one of each move. I talked about excess in the main event, yeah. but I felt like this could have done with a little bit more drama yeah. and a couple more false finishes at the end. <coughs> but I think it was just... It was Roman's first match singles match back. I think they were just playing it safe.
1: Yeah, it's his feel-good
0: mania moment yeah. because he's battled the team. Yeah. yeah. Got him for that, <coughs> but like I said, I do wish there was more of a... Uh, a few more... False finishes and near falls at the end. Yeah. Okay, so next up we had Elias's concert, which I kind of enjoyed,
1: interrupted by the Doctor of Thugonomics, Juan Chen.
0: Yep. I like the whole like Elias. To Elias yeah. is on the sc- on the screen.
1: Yeah, I like playing with yourself. Yeah.
0: <coughs> I, I, this was um. It was entertaining. It was a good little filler segment. Yeah. Um The baseball thing carnival kind of like, I didn't get that. Some people no, said well maybe no, no, no. because Cena's the Babe Ruth of wrestling, but I thought Hulk Hogan was the Babe Ruth of the WWE. Oh yeah. Unless that's a title that you can win now. The next Hulk Hogan. Hmm. Okay. The Babe Ruth Championship. Yeah. Yeah, I kinda <laughs> found that a bit strange. But then fucking Cena comes out as the Doctor of Thugonomics. I'm glad he didn't take his hat off, because you could tell he still had oh, that yeah. hair. Oh,
1: yeah, he's still got dad it.
0: Yeah, that fucking wouldn't have worked with a doctor no. of Thuggernomics.
1: Well, he's like... His entrance started. And I'm like, who the fuck's... Because I've not heard him so long. Mm. I so know like, it
0: straight away, but yeah, I'll get your point.
1: And all of a sudden, it's like, Thuggernomics. Yeah. Right? I was like, oh. And Jude's like, what? fucking seen it's like his Doctor of thugonomics, where he comes out with a big fucking chain. You know, and then all of a sudden he comes out, baseball shirt, big chain. Cap on backwards. Word-like yep. things. And it's like, is this his heel turn? And then in his little rap... He mentioned turning heel. Yeah. It's never going to fucking happen.
0: No. Ever. I think that was just a nostalgia pop. Yeah. That was just like a special, like, WrestleMania thing. But it, it was... It made me smile. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Um And the rap he did was fucking... It was... He could have worked on it a little bit. Yeah, but it was still, like, a vintage Cena thing.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, it's... Elias was pretty
0: good on Raw as well. Before the Undertaker twatted him, but...
1: See, now he's spoiling shit for me again.
0: He didn't go as a fucking. Ugh.
1: But yeah, it's uh. To see Cena come back as the Doctor of On. It
0: was a good little moment. It was a nice little nostalgia. Because if it'd come out as like the whole. Cena, then it, it wouldn't have like, oh, felt as much here to we me. Go again. Look. But he still had his jaws. It's kind of like he had them before though. He had them fucking since forever. <laughs> But it's got a nice continuity as well, because when last year when Cena was calling out the Undertaker at Maine, Elias interrupted him. So continuity. Yeah.
1: I bet he was born with jokes on.
0: Probably. Like El Santo in yeah. the mask. Bet his dad's sperm. No, <laughs> no we're not No <laughs> No <laughs> Anyway. Yeah. Uh next up, Triple H versus Batista. Um. Do I not? Yeah. Well, These, the Batista's <laughs> entrance I enjoyed. Triple H, as I thought, was corny as fuck.
1: Oh, that was just... It was shit.
0: Well, we're both called Triple H. Um, well, I say I like Batista's entrance. I liked everything up until he got to the ropes.
1: I missed that bit. He tripped over the ropes oh, when he came sake. in. Oh, <laughs> uh, It has been like fucking six years, since.
0: Five. Five. Yeah. But he officially announced that. his retirement. Well, yeah. Afterwards. But we, we said yeah. that was going to happen, didn't we? We said this would probably be Batista's last match. Yeah. And it was okay. I like the use of the pliers and shit, the um, way he used it on his fingers. And ripped his nose
1: ring out. Mm. So like, ooh, he's done it, he's bleeding. He's like, no. Because you could see him, when he's got the pliers on it, he's got his hands like, oh. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Trips rips it away the camera cuts to fucking Batista. he's rolling around, and he sees like Amler out. and he's like, he's got one of them fucking slightly off ones. So he's just like, fucking, or, he's un it, fucking, tucked it away or something, and fucking trips, is like,
0: Yeah, it's, it, there wasn't <laughs> enough blood for that to have been ripped no. out. Um.
1: Then Ju sat there going, oh, it might be one of them ones that, if you get it caught like that, it just gives way. He's like, no. No, it's not like that. This is a storyline, so he's ripped it out. Oh, obviously oh, a bit stupid like that.
0: Yeah, it was okay. <coughs> um, at this point in the event, I mean, especially if you're watching it live, probably on a bit of a come down, it went a bit long for my liking. Yeah. I like Ric Flair showing up at the end. That was a nice touch. Yeah, and the old sledgehammer. Yeah. And then
1: going up to Batista
0: again and shit. Yeah. But <laughs> Batista's like, watch what I'm going to do. And then Triple H is behind him. It it served its purpose. That's what I'll say. Yeah. Triple H got to do his stupid entrance and ugh, didn't like it. Nah, at all. It was corny as fuck.
1: What the hell did fucking Mad Max got to do with it? Because that's what that fucking VT was. Paul Mad Max then he comes out and he's stood on the back of an hot rod where the driver's dressed as a fucking zombie. With like the crappiest Halloween makeup on.
0: Yeah, but wasn't Triple H the one driving the car in the video? Yeah, in the video. And all of a sudden he's on the back? Yeah. And it's like...
1: Always continuity
0: there. Yeah. And it's... There was more bad continuity in the main event. Oh,
1: fuck it. It did me head in.
0: It, no, it what was, it was it, I mean, I, I don't usually mind no. Triple H's entrances. But no, because usually
1: one, they're fucking pretty good. But, but that, that one was cringe.
0: Had
1: absolutely nothing to do with anything. Mm.
0: It was like... Why? Oh. It would have been better if they'd shown a fucking bunch of Evolution clips. And, you know, shown the downfall of Evolution. But, yeah,
1: But no, I had to ride in on the back of a fucking hot
0: rod. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <sighs> crappy fucking zombie driving.
0: But the match itself was okay. It was, um... Not what to say about it. No. I mean, clever use of weapons and the environment and stuff. But, yeah, at this point, it's like late in the night or fucking late in the show if you're watching it on repeat like I did. And... Yeah, there are other things... There's better things I've seen. There's better things I want to see, so... Um. Yeah, did what it did. Yeah, did what had to. Yeah. Next up, Baron Corbin versus Kurt Angle. We both called Corbin. I think we all
1: knew how that was going to go.
0: Yeah. And. <sighs> yeah. yeah.
1: It wasn't really a memorable match, neither. No. Which was poor. It should have been something more for fucking Kurt Angle.
0: Angles kind of, he's lost a few steps since he came back, there. Yeah. I mean, you can see it.
1: Well, he, he's, he's getting on a bit now. Mm. You know, his body's not what it used to be. At least he tried he's the
0: good. moonsault. Oh, yeah. But, uh, it was, um. It felt a bit. low key. Yeah. Like, he did his little thank you thing. And he asked the fans to chant you suck. Hey, give me them and two went, words
1: that have defined my career. And he went. Missed
0: <laughs> his wife and kids. Uh Jason Jordan wasn't there, but Yeah. Um must, someone actually photoshopped. Must have shot, been grounded. Someone photoshopped Jason Jordan into <laughs> that shot on Facebook. Um But I don't know, it just kind of lacked the grandeur that Rick Flair's retirement had or Shawn Michaels' retirement had. It just... Maybe that's the way Kurt wanted it. Maybe he just wanted the fans to chant, you suck one more time and do it that way. But it just kind of... I mean, Austin at WrestleMania 19, no one knew he was retiring at that point, but that felt like a bigger deal. Yeah, when... After he lost to The Rock, He yeah, was on the stage for a while, flipping the bird and everything, and he was there for quite a bit. Like, it took him a while to walk up the stage.
1: It weren't just that, it's when... The rock pinned him. He sat there, and he he sat in the middle of the ring for a good five minutes, talking to him, thanking him for fucking being there and whatever. Yeah, and it's like that showed something. And with this, it was just like, right, you're done.
0: done. And the thing is, no one knew that was Austin's last match.
1: No, Um, even though twenty four hours before he was still in hospital, yeah, because he. Fuck, he had, blurry vision, that, and the only person it knew was fucking Jim Ross. Yeah, he had major fucking
0: blood pressure with it. Yeah. But, <clears throat> <coughs> yeah, I mean, it's like when you know it's Angles last match and you know he's on his way out. <coughs> Compare that to Austin, who you didn't know was on his way out. Yeah. And the difference is night and day, but the wrong way. Because yeah. Austin's felt like a bigger deal, even though we didn't know anything of it at the time. No. Nah. Compared to angles where we know he's leaving, it's just like, that's it.
1: I reckon the build-up to it were a bit shit as well, to be honest. Even though he, like, he picked his opponents, apparently. But I, I feel... The build-up the build up wasn't all it could have been. Mm. It's like, you could have brought fucking someone back from... A few years back, just for like a one-off. Yeah. Even if they brought someone back just for the WrestleMania, and not fucking Baron
0: Corbin. I think the problem was it was Baron Corbin. Well, yeah. I mean, it fits storyline wise, but he.
1: Yeah, but fuck the storyline. Yeah. Was the time?
0: It was. I I don't know. It just wasn't what it could have been. No. That's probably the best way to describe that one. Uh, Moving on from Corbin Angle to the Intercontinental title match. Demon Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley. And we both got that right. Mm -hmm. But did you expect it to go as quick as it did?
1: No. I thought it had been a bit longer. Hmm. But fucking Demon Finn just squashed him.
0: That's what it felt like to me. Yeah. And I, honestly, I don't know how I feel about it.
1: It's the wrong use of the demon.
0: Finn is one of my favourites. Yeah. Especially Demon Finn. Mm-hmm. And I get that becoming a demon, it's the whole mindset thing, and he reaches into a dark corner of his mind, and he can fucking do stuff that he can't do when he's...
1: There's no build-up to it apart from the week before on Raw.
0: Mm. But I just feel like I get that it was to emphasise that when he embraces the demon, he's more of a threat. Mm. But
1: but to squash Bobby, I still Lashley.
0: feel like it went too quick.
1: To squash Bobby Lashley, yeah. you it know. shouldn't have
0: been a squash.
1: They should, he have, should fucking... have won
0: convincingly. Yeah decisively, but it shouldn't have been a squash.
1: But that fucking two, coup de grace. You see how high he got and how far he got? Mm. I was like, ooh, you fighter,
0: how's that? Fly. He fucking bombed him as well. Yeah. We just... I just... I know. mean,
1: it was over too quickly and Bobby Lashley took way too much punishment mm. in such a short space of time.
0: They should have had it like, Bobby Lashley beats him down for a bit, and then Finn, like, like, channels (coughs) the demon to fucking do some sort of Hulk-up thing. (coughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm glad Balor's the IC champ. He deserves it. He deserves more. Again. Yeah. Um
1: do you see Leo Rush when he went to cookie walk up behind him yeah. and he's like oh, I don't know. no I'm good this way walks off
0: I also think I don't I, it's not just that but I, in having a longer match you get more of Demon Finn yeah we haven't had a lot of Demon Finn lately and he was doing that whole fucking exorcist thing and his neck and all that and he's at ringside like, and, uh, and all that and you know when You're in the presence of Demon Finn Balor, it's fucking special. Mm. And we didn't get enough of that. No. Lashley shouldn't have been squashed like that. It should have been a longer match. Then it wouldn't hurt either guy. And we get more Demon Finn.
1: I mean, like, look at the other fucking week where he sat there. And he's fighting with fucking shielding that. Granted, he's with fucking... Drew, and fucking Corbin, Corbin, and he's fighting guys that are bigger than Balor, at uh, Balor, and they're gaining more, and yet little Finn comes along, as his demon, beat shit out of him. He hardly got any moves in, mm-hmm. and it was all Finn, because Vince don't want the demon to lose. Fair enough. Don't have the demon lose, but give us a good fucking match. Mm. Not just, right there, it's gotta be fuck out, you yeah, lay down, Pin.
0: There was the whole thing during the <clears> entities <throat> where um, they were like, oh, Lashley is not intimidated at all, so you could argue that maybe Lashley underestimated the demon. Well, yeah. Didn't realise how fucking much of a difference the demon makes. I don't know, it depends. I mean, I think that storyline <coughs> needs to end. Mm. But, yeah, I guess in one way you could look at it like that, but I still think it was too quick. Yeah. And not only because it makes Lashley look a little bit bad, but because we didn't get enough demon. And I like demon Finn a lot.
1: Well, <coughs> I like normal
0: fin. Well, like yeah. Lot, but, but we see a lot of normal fin. Yeah. We don't see much demon Finn. Squashy fin. Yeah. No, thanks. Well, that depends if we're squashing. Well, yeah. I mean would you rather fucking Demon Finn have a long match against Corbin or squash Corbin? Oh squash Corbin yeah. in fucking five seconds.
1: Make it the quickest devil.
0: <laughs> so we are before we get to the main event, just quickly talk about a couple of the backstage segments and some of the guest commentators and that. But a couple of backstage things we had um The beating, shilling the fucking Daniel Bryan t shirts. And, yeah, you know, Ron Simmons comes along. Damn! Mm-hmm. And then, we also had fucking Che and Jost in the fucking sick bay, and you've got National Hall about to give them prostate exams <laughs> or something. <laughs> now, the thing that got me was, there was that sign on the wall, and under, underneath it, there was a sign that said mortuary. And I thought that might have been like a little giveaway to an Undertaker appearance. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't, and um, so,
1: two read way too much into that because I didn't even see it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> WrestleMania, I'm bound to be on the lookout for The Undertaker. Yeah. But, yeah. No, it's not in the third row. Well, it's, yeah, guest commentary. We have Booker T on um, Kurt Angle's, no, JBL did Kurt Angle's last match, didn't
1: they? Yeah. Um, Booker T was on Finn Balor's. Yeah. Because he was like, well, I've only just got here. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. Know, how was it? No, it was Joe's and Ray's. Yeah. Cause it was over so quick. Book T was like, what?
0: Give yeah. I've only just got here. <laughs> Give me more time. And then we had, um, Jerry Lawler on Orton and AJ. Yeah. Which.
1: Nice to see him back.
0: Yeah. I do miss Lawler. I didn't like how he got cut off when they had to announce all the other fucking announcers.
1: Yeah.
0: Some of the lines he said like, Randy Orton's an only child and he still isn't his dad's favourite. <laughs> stuff like that. It's stuff like that. F- fucking King
1: can come yeah. out with. No one else can. Mm. It's like he just makes it up as he goes along. Yeah.
0: But yeah, that was fucking Vintage King. Yeah. Um, was there anyone else? Paige did the women's tag title match, didn't she? Yeah. Um. They weren't any guests for the main event, was there? No. That was just Corey, Colin Ray. Graves. Yeah. Renee. <laughs> Graves is Corey. Yeah, well, a decent amount of guest commentators, and I like how they only brought them in for one match instead of having them stick around. And the
1: yeah. respective brand that they were on. The yeah.
0: So, yeah, that was a nice little touch. Yeah. Uh, main event... The women's title is mm. on the both women's titles, Winner Take All. Yeah. And we both call Becky. Yeah. It had to be Becky. Like it had to be Kofi, we both call Becky. So we both get to point each. Yay. Now, I mentioned earlier bad continuity. Did you see Charlotte's little helicopter entrance? Yeah. And it might just be me, but it looked like her hair was different when she got out the chopper.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say a
0: No. <laughs> no. Now the hair isn't the continuity issue because it might have just been took back when she was in the chopper. But well, she takes a little jacket off and then she calls for the robe and then she puts her arms in the robe and then the camera cuts and the robe's done up. Yeah. And I thought that was fucking jarring. We can't believe this is live.
1: And not only that, it didn't take her very long to get from outside.
0: Outside the whole fucking
1: arena. Yeah. To in the stadium
0: yeah I mean I know you had Ronda first but even so it was like that fucking I think it's because I make videos and I do editing a lot that shit like that bugs me yeah it, just backers, so. it was like all of a sudden the jacket was fastened up like that
2: yeah
0: and that kind of annoyed me probably shouldn't have done but again I'm a bit of a pedant when it comes to editing <coughs> but we had um, Joan Jet. And the Blackhawks, was it? I think so. Uh, play Ronda Rouse's theme. Apparently, Joan Jett's 60 years old. Yeah. Doing good for 60 years old.
2: Not bad.
0: Hmm. Decent rendition of it. Um. It's live though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, you, you're never gonna get. I think she, life. um, she kinda like wasn't close enough to the market at first. No. Because, like, bad reputation! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um. I did like this match a lot more than I thought I would. I mean, I was looking forward to it, but it was like it's at the very end of the show and it kind of like picked me up a bit. It's like a second win type of thing. I think it was that way for the crowd as well. Yeah. As
1: so, soon as it fucking
0: it started, it was like everyone's like, started paying attention again. Mm. And... Now the finish, we'll get to that, <coughs> but I feel like everyone did their roles really well. And Rhonda in particular impressed me. Because we was expecting... I was expecting Becky to be great. I was expecting Charlotte to be great. I didn't expect Ronda to be that good. I mean, some of the bumps she took...
1: Yeah. They're Did not. you see bumps. the fucking state of her leg? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Apparently she true. broke her hand as well.
1: Yeah, apparently
0: severely. Mm.
1: Like, proper. So... And if she's um, carried on through that with a broken hand...
0: I, um... Yeah, major respect to Ronda because she's been that dominant that you don't often see her take bumps half that back. Yeah, she bumped her ass off in that match mm-hmm. and she fucking really went all out on it. And her fucking attitude in the comments as well. You chop like a bitch. <laughs> I fucking love that. You I fucking chop like a bitch. Yeah. Slap. Uh, tables <coughs> are for bitches. Yeah. That's why you like them. It was a bit schoolyard, that one, but it was fucking great. It was like she was channeling her in and me.
1: Yeah, it's like, tables for bitches, yet you help put Charlotte
0: through them. Yeah. So technically. That was that more of a reaction, it. though, wasn't it? Because. Well, yeah. It was more like, Charlotte's coming in, let's hit toss
1: her. It like fucking, Becky pulls the table out, crowd's like, hooray! Sets it up. And then it's like, tip it over. Tables are for bitches. <laughs> That's why you like. If I was in the crowd, about like, you said bitch.
0: <coughs> Rhonda said bitch yeah. a lot. Now I just thought Rhonda more than held her own in there and more than pulled away, and Which she, was surprising. she exceeded my <coughs> expectations. Yeah, she did well. Yeah, she did. So you know, credit to Rhonda, uh, all of them. But you expect it more from Charlotte and Becky. Yeah, didn't expect it much from Rhonda, but they all look. Great in that.
1: Seems Rhonda's only been there a year, mm. you know, and she had no wrestling background before. It was all judo. Yeah. And then to go in against Charlotte, who's had everything handed to her because of her last name, and then Becky, who's You're been like a wrestling at the top, or look, she's
0: still been wrestling for a long time since she
1: was fourteen. Yeah, you know. She didn't do too shabby. Mm.
0: Been a really good year for her. Um, there have been some bumps along the way, but there's going to be. Oh, yeah. Um, and some of those she couldn't help, like Becky Lynch's popularity. They had to turn a heel because Becky Lynch was so popular.
1: Or her mic skills when she first started.
0: Yeah. They were She. weren't great, but, yeah. you know, she... She's more like talking trash during combat, isn't she? Mm. So, you know, he's chopped like a bitch, tables mm. of bitches. <coughs> and that's when a real personality comes through. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think she's had a great year. And if she, the rumors are true about her leaning to start a family, then now is the best time to do it. She's got a broken hand. Yeah. Granted, she can't give her husband any hand jobs, but she can, unless she uses the other hand.
1: Depends which hand.
0: She might be for No. I'm with I'll do fuck all with both hands. <laughs> I'm not, but I wouldn't expect you to give Travis Brown a handjob. No, me neither. Um, I, don't, I don't
1: think he'd be happy if I tried. No. Nah. <clears throat> Ronda would kick your ass first. Oh, yeah. You wank like a bitch. <laughs> you wank like a bitch
0: <laughs> I'd try. <laughs> 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 um Well yeah. The finish. Apparently that was a planned finish. And the box was Ronda's shoulder was up. So I know they call attention to it, but apparently that wasn't meant to happen.
1: Yeah, because from what I've seen, he started counting before her fucking shoulders hit the floor. Anyway,
0: I think he counted one. Her shoulder came up, but it was a right shoulder. Both shoulders. Marvin both, and um, but,
1: and it was clear as fucking day. You could drive a fucking bus underneath one. Mm-hmm. and then they come back down. And it's when he's hit three; they've just touched, and it's like he was in a position to see it.
0: I don't think she was meant to do it, though. So
1: no, I, I like I said to the lad at work, it's like I think she got a little bit rambunctious, mm. and just made the wrong move, which they can play on it. They can make the storyline. Yeah. Or you didn't fucking pin me clean. No, no, no.
0: Bring her back when she's had a hand fixed and maybe had a kid. Yeah. Give her time to train.
1: Yeah. Put the year
0: down the line. Yeah.
1: But then people have probably forgotten about her by then.
0: Well, they don't have to do it that. They can fucking just have a show up at like <laughs> in the crowd or fucking have a show up backstage or as like a guest at mm. some Certain areas just to keep it going. Yeah. And um, yeah. But um, well, the ending did feel abrupt.
1: Yeah, because she got her in the viper pit, which then Becky's rolled out of and pinned her.
0: Yeah. Which I mean, is a bit I, strange. I, I get that working, but I don't feel there was enough build to it. No. I mean, obviously, Ronda's working hurt by this point, so we don't know whether they're called, I mean, that might have been the planned finish, but it might not have been planned to finish then. No. Um, they might have called an audible, but it's just, it just felt abrupt. Hmm. Um, I can understand if they didn't want Ronda submitting, that's fine. If you're gonna go for a pin, or if you're gonna go for that, it's kind of like the same as, one of the other matches said it ended a bit abruptly in the one that didn't have enough build to the finish.
1: Oh, fucking... um was it, AJ?
0: No. No,
1: no. Yeah, oh Fucking hell, I can't remember. Um,
0: hang on. I've got the matches here. Yeah, I've got them here as well. Roman Drew. That's the one, one I said. Yeah. Um, it just felt thought they could have gone with a few more near falls and false finishes before they got to the end.
1: Yeah. It's it's one of them ones, what can you do with three people? Yeah. You know, one of them's going to be constantly out the fucking ring whilst the other two are fighting because you can't have all three fighting at the same time.
0: <clears throat> yeah, it was a bit of a, really, moment when she got the three. I was like, oh, Yeah, um, yeah. Becky's got both titles now, two belts. Becky, I think they're calling it. Um, it was the right finish. It was the right result. It was still a good match. Yeah, I just wish it. The ending had gone a bit long. It had gone a bit longer, but obviously Ronda's hurt, so I can't fault them for that. It's um, (coughs) well, yeah, it was. Still, I think it still deserved to be the main event as well. Well, yeah. Well, um, <coughs> yeah, it was um, the right finish. It was the right way to win WrestleMania. It was... Um, the crowd were good for it. The girls all did... The women all did great. Especially Ronda. Because you expect Charlotte and Becky to be great. Didn't expect that much from Ronda. Didn't so, think Becky's hair was great on. No. That no. was the wrong do for her. Mm, it did. It, it, she didn't rock that. No. Um, but. Yeah, all in all, it was a good match. It's just the ending was a bit abrupt, but. We don't know the exact circumstances behind that. No. So. We can't really comment. And, you know, if Rhonda's fucking hands broken, then, you know, obviously, hopefully, she recovers. And I want to see her come back. Oh, she will recover. I'll have to take back fucking eight weeks. Yeah, but I want mean, Depends whether she decides to. Well, whether she buggies off or not. Yeah. Like, I'd, I'd um... like to see her back. I feel like this story does have some legs on it. In the meantime, we've got Charlotte who can be all like, come on, I wasn't pinned. Yeah. I ain't get involved in I wasn't involved in the finish. I want
2: my
1: part of that. Yeah.
0: Back up. Just fucking do that for a few weeks. Go right. ahead and right. play with your mole. Move her on to.
1: Molly, molly, molly. <laughs>
0: guacamole but yeah so that was Wrestlemania 35 um a lot of matches a long night but I feel the pacing was nice it was well paced for a five and a half hour show it didn't feel long no and there were times when there were certain matches that you knew were designed to or that felt like they were designed to give you that rest break
1: yeah it was just like, slow it was down a bit. Mm. Let them go and get a drink or not, though. Yeah. Come back.
0: But all in all, pacing wise, it was fine. Mm. Um, the in-ring comp aspect, um, it was good across the board. Some of it was really good. Yeah. Other parts were maybe a little bit disappointing. Other parts maybe dragged on a little bit too long. Other parts maybe weren't built up enough. But across the board, solid in ring action. Um but in terms of storytelling, that's where I think WrestleMania shone this year. Yeah. Or yeah. and and AJ, you had AJ proving that he can outsmart Randy, that just because he hasn't been in WWE for fifteen years, he isn't a rookie. Yeah. You had Shane and Miz. You had the WWE title story, um Roman and Drew with the feel-good moment. Even that little bit of continuity between Elias and Cena. Uh, Triple H and Batista. There was story in that. Corbin Angle was... Hmm. But it still served its purpose. Whether it was the purpose everybody wanted, it served its purpose. And every match felt like it had a story to tell. And I feel every match delivered on that.
1: See, I, I thought they should have pulled the Raw Tag Titles on the main part. they
0: may be but like I said earlier you can't do Alistair Black's entrance in the daytime
1: but the Raw Tag Titles
0: no but if you put the Raw Tag Titles on the main show yeah. I would assume that they would probably if they were going to do that they'd put the Smackdown Tag Titles on the pre-show nah that's c- what I think they'd I think they only have one of the Tag Titles on the main show
1: see they could have just done Battle royal. Story 5, Battle Royale. They could have done that. Roy. Yeah. And had both tag titles on the main show. They could. Because the Ryder Hawkins is a good story. Because of Hawkins lo-
0: losing fucking
1: 265
0: fucking times. Not to mention the don't underestimate them because they have done it before. Yeah. Thing that doesn't seem to have been brought up that much.
1: And it's like, there's your story. Mm. And now he's tag team champion. So yeah.
0: From jobber like to the, champ. The elements, the, time, the parts where the story really came through was you know, the women's title, obviously. Oh yeah. Um, Kofi and Daniel Bryan, um, Shane and Miz, um, AJ Norton. Because I feel like the story helped that match.
2: So, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was only a
0: small story it wasn't a big story like Kofi or fucking Becky's stories were or yeah. even Triple H and Batista but it was a good enough story to help boost that match rating up a little bit I think so yeah, I, I
1: I could have missed it that's how I feel about it yeah
0: yeah you, I probably could have missed it as well
1: I wouldn't wouldn't have been heartbroken if that was put on the fucking pre-show.
0: Yeah, but... Without all the context, it would have been just a match. But because there's been this whole stuff about, I've been here for 15 years, I'm a veteran, you don't measure up to me. And then AJ comes in and... I'll admit the in-ring action was lacking because Orton likes his slow pace and AJ isn't really a good compliment to that. No. But it showed AJ outsmarting Orton and AJ proving that I'm not the rookie and he made Orton make rookie mistakes. So I feel like that story, that little self-contained story within that match with the little bit of build-up it had previously elevates that match from mediocre to at least good.
1: But do you not think that that sort of puts a dampener on indie wrestlers? Because
0: Autumn is all like all oh, you indie wrestlers, all oh, this, that and the other. Yeah, but the indie wrestler won the match. The indie wrestler outsmarted the superstar. Yeah.
1: But you'd have thought it would have been a better match for that too proper carry out
0: I think it's just I would have I agree the match should have been better Mm -hmm. as a wrestling match it should have been better because although Orton likes the slow methodical pace he's not bad he's a good wrestler and him and Orton could have had something him and AJ sorry could have done something really good out there yeah but they didn't, but I feel. I feel it was a case of. I don't know, honestly, don't know. Um, there was also the issue of Randy's spotlight not turning off. It was the story. I think the story helped it. Because without that story, if that was just a match, it's just like, oh, I challenge you to a match at WrestleMania. Yeah, all right. And then there's nothing until WrestleMania then it would have been a disappointment. But the fact that AJ outsmarted Orton twice Um that I think that helps AJ. Um oh, yeah. It <clears throat> And I'm glad that Kin Orton put him over as well. That I called it last week. I think you're just pissed that you didn't get the point.
1: Like Swapy before the past well, yesterday, I kept thinking that Autumn won. <laughs> and I don't know why. <coughs> probably because that's how much of a forgettable match it is.
0: Because I keep thinking that fucking Autumn won, AJ. But anywho. So I think it's because when it comes back to the whole video thing, like the YouTube thing, I'm, I'm, I, I'm about story and stuff like that, so I'm probably going to appreciate the more subtle touches of a match. I'm not trying to make you sound uncultured or anything, but I'm just saying I think I would probably pick up on things like that. A bit more... Shh. Fucking Facebook. Shushing tell. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, before we get to the scores, um, what would you give it? i out of town. And you 35. I'm going to
1: have to say about 8. And a half. It was good. It was really
0: good. See, I was going to say an 8. But I'm going to do what you did and meet you halfway and give it an 8.25. Yeah. It, it's not the best. But it was good. It had all the moments. Mm. Um... Martin, Triple H from that ring, practical fucking hot rod with fake zombie driver. Well, the important matches all went the right way.
1: Um And you said last week, I, I don't wasn't see sure if they would.
0: All titles changing hands. Well, but you said the same thing. I know. Everybody fucking and their mum said that. And it like, even our mum said that, and they're not with us anymore. I know. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, well, yeah, they, yeah. Credit to WWE for doing it.
1: They actually listened to the fans. Yeah,
0: they, they pulled the trigger on every trigger that needed pulling. And yeah, credit to them for that. Kofi won, Becky won. Seth. Seth won. won. There was fucking, Ronda fucking outdid herself. Fucking, even Daniel Bryan outdid himself. And that's hard to do because of how good he fucking is. Yeah. Uh, the tag title matches. Good. Um, some smart booking, some clever, fucking, creative booking. And finishes in these matches, Shane and Miz. Um, an AJ, in the women's tag title match. Um, Roman got his feel good moment, that was safe. Uh, Triple H and Batista maybe went a bit too long, but that's standard for a Triple H match. There was nothing bad. Or nothing terrible. (coughs) On the whole, it was a good pay-per-view. And like we both said, it didn't drag.
1: No. And
0: it's not five and a half hours of my life I want back. No. It's, you know, I'm glad, happy to have sat through that.
1: I could happily waste it again. Hmm.
0: I could watch it again. Mm. Well, yeah. So, you've gone with an 8.5. Yeah. I've gone with an 8.25. Take over, you get an 8.75. And I give a nine. Um... TakeOver definitely better. Yeah. I'm not even going to ask what the match of the weekend is out of those two you, shows. You don't even need to ask. No. That. It's War Raiders Black and Ricochet. Mm. All the way. And even that told a good story.
2: Yeah.
0: About Warriors' respect and stuff. Mm. Um... Stories... Good stories seem to have been the running theme this week. Uh... TakeOver had good stories and great wrestling. Um... WrestleMania had good stories, good wrestling. But, you know, TakeOver, you had again, you know, Shirai and Kairi Sane. Yeah. Their little story was...
1: You just can't stop going on about them. I'm again. going on about the story. Again? Yes. Third time. And? <laughs> because that's how fucking good
0: they are. Oh. Well, says so you.
2: So, says
1: so you.
0: are always playing fucking universe mode and you make Kairi Sane win all the time because you want a nobber. Yeah. Yeah to so shut up
1: and ugh
0: I was gonna say Gargano and Adam Cole as well bay bay yeah even Velveteen and Matt Riddle you could have, see those frustrations in Matt Riddle mm. and you know the desperation of Pete Dunne even though he was going to the fucking pull my finger well a bit too much yeah there was good stories all round everybody told a good story not just the hot Japanese women happy now <sighs>
1: Happy ending off of Yoshi
0: on, yeah. hate <laughs> <laughs> you sometimes. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> right, so let's go through the rankings then, or the scores, for how well we did. What are the scores? George Dawes. None of us got the Women's Battle Royal. No. We both got the WWE title match right, so that's one point each. Neither of us got the Boston Hug, the Women's Tag Title. <laughs> I got Roman. We both got Finn. We both got Joe. What do you want? 4-3. Yeah. I got Braun. So 5-3. Um, I got AJ. I'll use my hand for oh, on no, that I one. ran out of fingers. Yeah. Right? Uh, we both got Miz. So you don't need my hand for that, do you? Not yet, cause you because you've still got fingers, fingers left. Him, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I kind of fucked up on that. Yeah, you did. Oh, so we both got Corbin. Yeah. So. 7-4. Seven. Seven, uh, we both got Triple H. 8-5. So now you need my hand. If you get any more right. Which you should do, because you got Tony Neese. Yay! Um. <laughs> um. I'll scroll down now. We both got Seth. Yeah.
2: 9-7.
0: Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And we both got Becky. Eight ten. Eight ten. Right, your forfeit is. No, I'm not
1: Kiss my <laughs> ass!
0: No, so, I got eight, ten right, and we've got eight. So, not too shabby. So close. You're better than I did on my quiz, didn't I? Oh, yeah. Your forfeit is next week, you got to do a quiz. Oh. No. Yeah, you're the one that was, you're the one that was pushing for quizzes on this. Yeah, to quiz you. Yeah, well, you, Yeah, well, you you lost, so you can have a fucking quiz. Yeah, well, so maybe you should be quizzed as well on your wrestling knowledge. Oh my shocking. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even
1: remember last week's fucking NXT.
0: Anyway, I think that's enough talking bollocks on this. Talking bollocks. We have been going for, it's actually shorter than last, no, it's about the same time, isn't it? Two and a quarter. Yeah, roughly the same yeah, round yeah, So next week On the Desirous Prime show We will probably have that debate We've been planning About yeah. Natalia We can maybe, because we haven't got much planned for next week Have we Throw in the Ascension But we'll just have a week, we'll just have some debates And then the thing that I forgot
1: to talk about Last week is about Jericho Being mixed from the whole Of the WWE
0: Yeah, we'll talk about that <coughs> next week and we'll maybe aren't we will maybe are we're going to finish off that discussion about if Ronda Rousey hadn't joined would women's wrestling be where it was? Yeah. So we'll carry on that discussion. We'll talk about Natalia, we'll talk about the Ascension, we'll talk about Chris Chris Jericho. Quiz? Yeah, because I was gonna say and we'll quiz Wilf, but Chris. apparently we're gonna Chris Wilf. Quiz where we go. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. I've been Mike, he has been Wilf and go you shall
1: Gaikespan.
0: Sorry. I'm just so happy. We shall speak to you in a bitch.
1: Becky Lynch! He's happy. Damn!
0: Alright. <laughs> Fuck me! <laughs>